time for kids. Because I'm trying to keep this fresh physique fine. I'm not trying to be all loose and stretched out like Amber's played out pastrami. Hey, do not talk about my wife vagina at church lunch. Do you hear me? It's okay, baby. She's just jealous. Oh, because her wedding wasn't even real. <gasps> that was cold. Not letting daddy walk you down the aisle? There was not an aisle, dummy. I don't know how many fucking times I need to say that. It was just like an area of my rides. Okay, daddy knows. Disney World was a thing. It was BJ's dream wedding destination. So we did it Nike style, dog. We just did it, okay? That's how we roll. We're seat of our pants. We're fun kids. We're whim babies, so. We meant no disrespect, Daddy. Oh, Daddy. I just want to know who officiated the wedding. Was it Donald or was it Goofy? Oh, ooh, slice. That was a good one. <laughs> it was Prince Eric, for your information. Oh, thank you. Prince Eric, who the fuck is that? The boy from Little Mermaid. The hottest guy in the entire Disney catalog. It's Ariel's boyfriend, you fucking bitches. Oh, oh Lord. Y'all went down to Disney World, didn't invite any family to come to your wedding, and you didn't even get a legacy character to marry. What legacy character are we supposed to go for that's better than Prince Eric? Oh, I don't know. How about Mickey Mouse? Man, fuck Mickey. Enough! By the right of the council, by the will of the force, welcome into the fourth mother box. And hey guys, why aren't you watching the Scott Ford show? Ladies, gentlemen, Apache helicopters who are listening to this show, you are three shows in one. Not only is it the fourth mother box's one year anniversary show, thank you very much. Happy birthday, Kyle and I, starting this podcast a year ago, right after the Snyder Cut came out, but we will talk about that a little bit later. You are also listening to Jedi Talk. And you're listening to a special edition of the Scott Ford Show. You've heard Scott, uh, or you've heard me on Scott's show. You've heard Brad on Fourth Mother Box. Kyle has been on Jedi Talk with a Fourth Mother Talk before, but we're all together now. Y'all are fucked. We're going to be talking about shit that's going to offend the hell out of all y'all. But before we get into that, let me introduce the entire council uh, the entire council, you know, the council of Jor-El. So, and I don't know what you call uh, your panel on your solo show over there, but that's okay. We'll get there. So I am Tom Oakry. <laughs> I am the man who bought out the Astro Glide at the sex shop when I bought Calcassus's lightsaber, okay? <laughs> next, next on the show, we have the biological man who identifies as not funnier than Amy Schumer, Brad Hughes. Hey, what's going on? I thought that was going to be for Kyle. Not going to lie to you. Threw me a curveball. What's up, everybody? I like throwing curveballs. And formerly Fish's biggest fan and the only living human who didn't like Spider-Man No Way Home, Evan T. Boucher. Hello there. And to Buite, most of that, I think, was true, what you said? Yes. I don't know. Yes. Definitely it, the last part. The last it's all true, true. <laughs> especially the fish part. Yeah. Well, I do like a good fish. You know, you throw it in the you know, <laughs> No, I'm talking oven, about fish. However you cook fish. Fish with know. a P. Oh, both smelled in a terrible band. No, yeah, yeah that. No, yeah. no. But, hey, yeah. <laughs> good that, to be here for this hey, momentous Evan, occasion. Evan, why not? Because they're just not good, <laughs> first off. <laughs> but I'm that's kidding. another let's, story. Let's let's leave that be. Yeah. Leave it be. Uh, leave it be. Next on the council this evening, we have the man who was kicked out of the Winnie the Pooh fan club for writing raunchy Christopher Robin fan fiction, <laughs> Kyle Cosentino. 
Kyle, how the fuck are <laughs> hey, you? Hey, that was classy, raunchy <laughs> fan fiction. Classy, raunchy fan fiction. The Kyle Cosentino story. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a, a really good biopic <laughs> for Kyle. Yeah. I'm telling you, Mom, it's not a phase. It's who I am. <laughs> name of his autobiogra- autobiography would be Furious at four foot five. Uh, I love it. Um, all right. Finally, the last person on the council, we have Donald Trump's personal spray tan boy, Scott <laughs> Ford. Scott, how the hell are you, man? Good to meet you finally in person. Good to meet you in person. Good to be here with all of you guys. I thought for sure I was one of the biggest Star Wars fans ever, but being here, you guys have absolutely got me beat. And uh, it's it's uh, honor Kyle, to be here. Kyle, turn your audio off. This feedback, stupid. You would think after a year of this, you would know how to do it. No, this this is right on brand for him. So. <laughs> Yeah, just mute it when you're not talking. I think that's probably going to be the best way to do it. All right, perfect. Go ahead. Sorry, Scott. It was, there was I could hear the feedback. No, no. Just I'm honored to be here, and, and thank you for in the invite. Thank you. Absolutely. Happy so, to have you, man. Hell Welcome. yeah. We were happy to have you. We're going to talk lots of shit tonight, so I hope you guys enjoy the, the next ride, however long we go. I don't think we'll, Buckle go, up. I don't think we'll <laughs> go four hours like these two did last Tom's week. About the hell down, so. Speaking of last week, you, you don't, you, you're just not even going to be here and just... Oh, I, I, I mentioned it. Remember, I bought the Astroglide when Cal's, oh, right. Cal yeah. Kestis' yeah. lightsaber came yeah. out. So, everybody, this I am returning to Jedi Talk from being off last week um, for things going on. What, and, was, what was going on? Uh, uh, her family was in. Courtney's family was here? Yes. Oh, okay. And he had to take Cal's lightsaber out to dinner and give it a... What's, it, what's happening? Oh, 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 sh- All right, Tom just slapped the shit out of me. Keep my wife's name out your <laughs> <laughs> uh, Okay, I had no idea what was happening. All right, all right, I will. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth! <laughs> okay. <laughs> we planned that earlier. <laughs> I was like, I don't know where this is going. I was scared. I was Should like, I jump I, in? Dude, I saw your face. I'm you like, were like, what the fuck is on? happening? I told you Evan was going to shit his pants. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. That was great. That was very good. That was, that was very good. And that's the only way the Oscars were relevant. <laughs> yeah, yeah right? and I had that no was idea they were a thing until my Instagram feed was Will Smith slapped him. We saw he slapped I him. Know. Okay, cool. I guess. And much like the Oscars, I was like, I think this might be fake, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it was I don't fake. Know. It was totally fake. I wasn't aware. We to, planned I, this earlier. I didn't know where to put this. I texted him. I was like, I have an idea for a bit that, on the yeah. thing. <laughs> I don't know. I had if the real thing was fake, but that was fake. I don't think it was fake. In the moment, I had no idea. I've heard other comedians say this, but I said this when I was watching it with Holly because Holly showed me it. And I go, there's a moment where he, like, collects himself, Chris Rock, and he is about to go in on him. And then he sees, like, his entire career being lost. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not even going to touch it. It'll just <laughs> say, all right, have a good night and get off stage. He was about to light him up. Oh, I think it was real. I definitely think I it was definitely real. Because he real. looked um, shocked when he got that smack. Yeah. He looked like, like, <laughs> wow. like what just happened here. Plus, I was like, if what's it was, going on? If it was fake, he wouldn't have said slap the shit out of me because you can't say that on TV. Yeah. That's yeah. a live broadcast. Yeah. So the, the only reason that it got cut because of the 15-second delay thing. They were That's able to true. cut it. But, uh, yeah, good stuff. That was fun. That was very good. <laughs> Thank you. You, Thank you. you fooled me for about – Me too. I was about to jump up, and I'm like, I don't know if I should jump in or not. What's going on here? That was great. Oh, that was a good one. So, um, Welcome back. I hope yeah, that slap translated to the audio. You could hear good. Oh, yeah. It was a good one. Oh, I, I hope so. You could I, was, hear I, hope so. I, in the I tried to lean into the mic when he yeah. did it. <laughs> yeah. hopefully, hopefully Kyle's not, like, jerking it to two guys touching each other over there. So. <laughs> All right, so let's first off before we get into things that we want to discuss, and we've got, we've got a good amount of stuff to talk about. Scott, 
obviously the first time you're on the air with Fourth Mother Box and Jedi Talk, and you host the Scott Ford Show, a very successful YouTube show that you've been doing for how long, and how'd you get into it? Oh, boy. All right, I'll give you the quick version yeah, of the story. Yeah. Uh, it Elevator started pitch. out, I actually, um, I went on a radio station. It was a small town radio station, and I was interviewed on a show about success and motivation. The station manager said, you should do a show on this station. So I was literally on an FM radio station for about a, I think about a year, year and a half. And then I noticed uh, I started with success and motivation, but there's only so much you could talk about when it comes to success and motivation without just kind of rehashing the same right. thing over and over. So I started talking about other things. And then I noticed that um, almost every show the station manager would come in and, and you can't say this, you can't say that. You can't. And then that would make Christ. me rebel more and say all the things you're still not supposed to say or get more creative in ways around it, and I would still get in trouble. So then I started a podcast, and then I took the podcast to YouTube. Now I took YouTube to Rumble yeah. because I was facing some of the same things on YouTube, getting restriction, getting flagged every episode. So I'm like... I wanted to go to a free speech platform where I could talk about whatever I wanted. So it's actually the Scott Ford show on Rumble now. I still okay. have the YouTube channel, um, but I don't even know honestly what I'm going to do with it. I am going to do things with it. I do have a lot of subscribers there. I would just use it as promotion for the other stuff. That's, like, that's kind of what I've like been doing. Just like shorts and stuff. Yeah. That's, that's what I would do with it. And I've been doing karaoke on it a lot just nice. because yeah, I love fun. singing karaoke. That's so awesome. It's more of a screw-around channel, the YouTube show. Now the Rumble channel is my official show, though. Nice. Good stuff. So you, you you've obviously got some Star Wars fan down oh. there. We've we've oh, yeah. talked quite a bit about that. So we'll just kind of before the show and Brad, t t you know, I think the best thing we could do here, guys, is kind of kick off the ranking of of the Star Wars film. So we could just get into talking about that because you know we're going to get into a war about Episode Eight. So yes. we might as you know well just slide happening. right into it. Mm -hmm. um, so I've got my eleven loaded up too. I don't know if you wanted to do that. Brad, I know you and Evan 10. could. I've done mine before. I've you done mine too, and I left mine at home for once. I mean, I, mean, I can I do could, it off the top of my head if you really yeah, need me to, but back I, up here I've okay. done it before. But if anyone wants to hear it, you can, you know. Yeah. I'd rather do it for people I don't, who I don't yeah. know. I know. I, That's I good. Know okay, good. Yeah. We'll do that. So, Kyle, you've got your 11 loaded in there? I uh, Yes, I have my 10, not my 11. Did you not include Rogue One, I'm assuming? Uh, no, there's one There's oh, one movie that's not canon. Slut. So. <laughs> you have to rank all 11. That's the point of it. Well, I guess that leads us so, to our yes, next point. What time 10. is it? What time is it? Is it still canon? Let's do a check. It's 5.30 in Chicago, and it's not canon. <laughs> hey, fuck you. It's like 35 degrees, and it is 6.32 Eastern Standard it's Time here. It's here, guys. 43 and sunny. Mute his bitch ass. <laughs> Shut up, you trick cyclist. It is now 6.33 Eastern Standard Time in the great city of Orlando, Florida, where everyone is except for Kyle Thomas Cosentino. Yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, The Last Jedi is still canon. And it's my number two favorite Wrong. story movie of all time. Wrong. It's my number one. Wrong. But I'm curious to know. Kyle, you're going to go last. Um, <laughs> Scott, what are your top 11 I can't believe he's, Star okay, Wars movies? This, this, okay, this insinuates to me that Kyle actually thinks that The Rise of Skywalker is a better movie than The Last Jedi, which it's is It's not, and I love insane. episode nine. I love it more than a lot of people, but it's not better it's than insane. episode eight. And anyway, we'll get to that when we get yep. to it. Yeah, yep. Kyle, we'll you Franks and Beans. <laughs> All right, I have to, tell, I have to explain my list because Kyle and I are uh, in unison, and uh, I'm here, Kyle, by myself, so I might get attacked 
physically. But yeah, uh, still talk about his wife. To the jungle. Uh, <laughs> when they're I gonna murder me, they're gonna murder me when I get yeah, there. I'm yeah. just gonna arrive, and they're just gonna like. Let me guess. Your favorite is, is a New Hope. Oh, so original. Empire Strikes Back, probably. That's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, Brad, you kind of here's when it, you gave me this assignment, Tom. I kind of started thinking about it, and it it made me real. I wanted to really take it seriously and not just you know go off of it because for years I used to say yes, Empire Strikes Back was it's, my favorite. I think it, we all agree it's the best Star Wars movie. It's just I always yeah. make the distinction it's not my favorite. I, I you don't think it's the best Star Wars movie? No, I'm, oh, I think it's the best. I'm I'm all in with Episode Eight. I'm all in. I get with it. it. Yeah. I think I think, I think those it's, are the two best. But I don't know. Yeah, it's, I th- I th- it's a toss up for me because I, I rewatched all of them recently, uh, like slowly over a few days, and I I just when when A New Hope and even Return of the Jedi, which is my favorite Star Wars movie, but when um, A New Hope and and Return of the Jedi were going, it's there's so much slowness to them, and I know it's just the way movies are made now. It's different. But there, there's not that in episode five. I, I just don't feel like there's, there's no fat to trim out of that movie. Like it's, it's a perfect movie. There's not a, like even with episode eight, you would agree the father scene's a little too long. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The yeah. Canto bites a little bit a little, of the space chase is like, all right, did you watch him? We get it. That you you're talking about in uh, in, in episode eight? Episode like, eight yeah. yeah, it's like there's not a scene like that in in. There's plenty of that yeah. in the New Hope. Like you can. Yeah. The oh yeah, yeah. First yeah. third of the movie is just you have you're not even off Tatooine. Um. But I think that there's there's really, f- truly not an ounce of fat to trim from Empire Strikes Back. That's why I think it's the perfect movie. Because if you can't make any improvements to it, then it's perfect. That's true. That's a fair point. As much as I love Last Jedi, there's some stuff I would yeah. not put in there. And there's stuff visually in there that I don't love. But I think it's as far as a plot goes, Empire's yeah. got to be the best. I mean, it's just my personal take. Well, and the, the way that it ends, too. It ends on a dark note, which a lot of movies don't. And it, it just makes you want more. And that, But I had to, I took the assignment seriously, and I... For the first time in my life, I was starting to think, okay, I almost came to a tie between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back because I wanted to go back to when I was like a child and when I first saw A New Hope. And that movie was just, I remember seeing it and my jaw dropping open and just like I could not get enough of the Star Wars figures. And to this day, I still collect Star Wars figures and read Star Wars comic books and and read the books and the extended universe books. And not, I don't, I don't know if I can say that's my number one out of all the Star Wars movies, but it definitely changed for me when uh, Tom said, come up with your 11 movies. I think A New Hope, in a way, is slightly pulled ahead for me because it was the introduction to all of this. It just kind of changed it for me. But before this assignment, it was always Empire Strikes Back. Now that I think about it, though, think about introducing the characters. A lot of movies, the first movie when they introduce characters, they have to have the other movies to kind of build the characters. But you know in A New Hope, you know who Han Solo is. You know who Luke Skywalker is. He's the guy looking at the two sons of Tatooine, and he wants to be somewhere else. And it, It's a great introduction movie where you really feel you know the characters. And so I kind of, now I'm going to say New Hope is number one for me. Okay. Do you want me to just go down the yeah, list? Yeah, go down the list. Number two now is probably Empire. Uh, number three, now I might get some critiques here, and I must say, especially when I get to my last one, which... Is going to be the last Jedi, bitch. But <laughs> uh, when I have to say, I, I told Kyle this before, Truly don't and Tom, that. I told you this. It's I baffling. can explain why. I can it's explain. Baffling to me. But look, yeah, I'll go down the list and then I'll explain why. Uh, but um, it's when I, I have to critique clones. I mean, Jesus Christ, it, barely. <laughs> but when I have to um, critique a Star Wars movie, it is like saying I don't like one. Of, I, I don't have one child. I don't have children. But it's like saying I don't like my child. Yeah. 
I that's hard for me to say because I love Star Wars. Funny story, real quick. I was on the airplane. I'm reading a George Lucas auto, uh, biography, not autobiography, but a mm-hmm. biography. The guy right in front of me is reading a Star Wars book. I'm like, <laughs> oh, what is the, what are the chances of this? You know. So, all right, going down the list: A, Ho- a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Revenge of the Sith. Um, also, my third favorite. Uh, man, I can't even read my own writing. I just scribbled these down. Uh, Return of the Jedi, Force Awakens, Solo, Rogue One, Phantom Menace, Rise of Skywalker. <gasps> Uh, Attack of the Clones, and then Last Jedi. <laughs> Similar, <laughs> close, close to me. I, I just can't. I, I can't don't. I you think Attack of the Clones is better than the Last Jedi. Yeah, I can't I either. Are you That's serious? insane. Have you have you watched it recently? Attack of the Clones. Yeah, I haven't ro- watched it recently, oh. but I've seen it. I've seen all of them, hundreds of times. God, that movie is such shit. It's there's yeah, there's a lot of part. I mean, that's why it's second to last for me. It's it's. But yeah, I just only, okay. Explain why don't you like the Last Jedi? Okay, I'm very I'll curious. Why. And I think. Go ahead, go ahead. I, when I went to see it, and I think I told Tom the story, or at least Kyle, I can't remember, or both, but uh, I, when a new Star Wars movie is coming out, I don't listen or look at any of the reviews. So I went in there cold. I didn't know yep. what anyone else was saying, nothing. Yeah, I refused. I, I turned off social media. To. Yeah, I turned yeah. off social yeah. media we before. All do that. Yep. I went in there without knowing anything. And now, also keep in mind, again, like I said, I'm rooting for Star Wars movies. So I went in there thinking this is going to be the best Star Wars movie ever made. And that's how I went into the movie. When I walked out of the movie, I didn't feel that way. I walked out feeling disappointed. I went with my wife. My wife said, what's wrong? I could tell something's wrong. And I said, to me, that just did not feel like a Star Wars movie. Something about it. All the Star Wars movies, to me, they felt like a Star Wars movie. And I'm not opposed to change, by the way. But something about it just seemed so far off. I couldn't connect with it. Yes, Canto Bite was way off of like I just couldn't get into the whole Canto Bite thing. The aesthetic ruled. I though. love the aesthetic. The aesthetic. That's is a practical set, by yeah. the way. I believe they it. built that whole thing. Yeah, yeah. It's insane. I highly recommend anyone who's listening to this to watch. It's on Disney Plus too. Yeah. Bonus features of Last Jedi. It's called Director and the Jedi. I told mm-hmm. you about this earlier this week. It's You've a seen great it before, documentary. Right? It's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I, I think even if you don't like the movie, you can yeah. appreciate the craft of going yeah. what, so what it takes to make it. They built like a hundred something sets. Yeah. Yeah. Even like Snoke's throne room too. Like that's a big old it's set. Insane. Yeah. It was all set. practical. The visuals yeah. of the Last Jedi. You know I the, love. You know the scene where Luke is doing the stop when he sees Ray talking oh, and to the Luke bricks and the, from yeah. the hut. That's all practical. They that's pulled awesome. that all. Those bricks off are all on wire and string. So and they pull it's them crazy. Off. Let me stop everybody real quick. Let's get Kyle's eleven. Yeah. Because then we can so we can dive into yeah. his his shitty take on the Last Jedi <laughs> as well. Kyle, floor is yours. Give us uh, eleven to one or one to eleven. However you want to do it. Be muted still. Been doing this how long, Kyle? Kyle, are you muted? Kyle, text him. This is hilarious. <laughs> right on brand for him. <laughs> are you still connected yeah, to Skype? Yeah, it's still in there. Kyle, I think this is a bit. I don't think so. No, I don't think no. so. He's that inept. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Dead air is really good. <laughs> Great radio. Happy birthday, fourth him? mother box. <laughs> this is this is exactly the way it goes. Classic Costantino. Um, he would have to be hearing us, right? Yeah, he would have to be hearing us. He didn't text us. He didn't text me. Maybe he fell down. <laughs> Did anybody mute him? We no, I didn't him. mute him. Mute him. I haven't touched it. Kyle, are you there? Oh wait, what's? This? I just texted also, so let's see. He's on like number nine right now, <laughs> and he doesn't. Even He's know still flying down the list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kyle, are you still? Yeah, that was Evan's text. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know why this would stop working. This is so fucking weird. 
But anyway. Yeah, I can see if it's this real quick. Okay. It'll, it'll come in two separate files. Okay, okay. All right, you there, Kyle? Yeah, I'm here. All right, go for it. Give us your shit All right. take. All right, I'll give you my shit take. So... I've actually just started to rewatch all the films, and um, I'm, I just started literally today, and so I'm not I'm not fresh with with all the films. I mean, I've seen them all, but I haven't obviously watched them as much as you guys. So this list might change. I feel pretty strongly about a few of them, but um, I feel like my top three are are less concrete uh, versus my t- bottom three. But anyway, uh, I actually have a difference in opinion than Scott, which is strange because I almost never have a difference of an opinion, but rise of Skywalker rise of Skywalker as of right now is my favorite. And I'll just say that it's my favorite because despite <laughs> well, favorite or best uh, favorite. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I can, I can see that movie being so much because it's fun of mine. It's it my one or movie, two yeah. favorite also. So it's I definitely I agree. fast moving. Yeah. Um, I mean, Frantic. you know, when I say the best movie, I I feel like I'm with Scott when I would say like A New Hope, just because it introduced us to the world of Star Wars. And I I'm actually halfway through that film, uh, you know, today, and I'm just watching it, and it's like, it it's just amazing. I mean, it's a little slow in the beginning, but when it really starts to open up, like you really get to see this amazing world, and they make all these references in the film that, like at the time you really knew nothing about like uh, Obi-Wan's talking about the clone wars kind of like Last Jedi you're kind of like well, what what is that right so um i would say if anything the new hope would be best but anyway rise of skywalker i would say is my favorite just because i felt like they they merged like a generation of star wars films all into one yes was was there a lot of like just messed up stuff in the movie as far as like that didn't make sense absolutely but uh, besides that, I just felt like I really liked it the best. I liked the ending where Ray faces down um, Palpatine. I thought that was really well done. Um, in the in- in- induction of all like the Jedi voices, it was pretty cool. So uh, number two, I would say Return of the Jedi. That is also uh, my number three, two. Three, Empire Strikes Back. Uh, four, I would put A New Hope. Uh, five, I put uh, Force Awakens because... You know, this is actually the movie that got me back into Star Wars. I remember being in Arizona, seeing it with Tom in 2015, and I wasn't that excited. I mean, I was kind of excited to see it, but it was more, I felt like, like a Tom movie kind of thing. So, but I, I felt like I fell in love with Star Wars when I saw Han Solo and Chewie in the Millennium Falcon show up. I mean, that was just amazing. And so that's why I, I have a kind of like a special connection with that movie. So that's why it's there. Six, I put Revenge of the Sith, obviously for Anakin's descent into darkness and turning into uh, Darth Vader. Spoiler seven, alert. I, uh, spoiler alert, yeah. Uh, seven, I put Solo. Um, I, you know, I've been fa- famous on the record for saying I do not like the, the actor, Alden Enrenreich, or Enrenreich, but it's not a bad movie. I think I rewatched it recently, and I actually liked a lot more. And uh, I I hope we get to kind of see some more of that in maybe like Boba Fett if there's another season. Um, so definitely looking forward to that. Number eight is a surprise. I put The Last Jedi. Ah! La- the Last Jedi is number eight. And the reason I put this in there because even though I felt like of the tri- newest trilogy of films, I felt like this was the weakest one. 
And I remember kind of feeling disappointed, um, like Scott had talked about, coming out of the uh, theater. But, you know, there's, like, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> okay, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Then you can you can talk all your garbage all you want. Okay, so. Did you, were you aware that he burp said that? Could you tell that? <laughs> you got to go back no, to those. That's why we're all dying laughing because that was yeah. a huge burp. Oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I was a little disappointed. And um, just because I felt like I've, I've kind of called it a TV filler episode, um, I think what it did, one, some of the things that did really well, I mean, obviously, like, you, you see Luke Skywalker, and you didn't get to see him in The Force Awakens, and we haven't seen him in, like, you know, in another movie in, in many, many years. So this was cool. I, I like the cast. I mean, I like the new kind of cast of characters we got from Force Awakens, so it's kind of cool to see them. And, you know, there's a lot I could say that I didn't like about the film, but there were there were a few parts that, you know, were good. I mean, uh, Kylo Ren's uh, part in it, I, you know, I, I feel like I can't specifically point to scenes where um, I just did not fucking prepare. Son of a bitch. Oh, oh, yeah. So, like, nothing really, nothing really happens. I, I don't know. I just kind of walked away. I'm like, I couldn't tell you what happened in that film. It, it just felt like they were running away from the Galactic Empire and they hide in a bunker. Luke Skywalker shows up, and he's he's uh, not really there. He's he looks like he's taking a force shit on the side of a mountain, and uh, everybody escapes, and uh, that's it. So, um, there's the last Jedi. The, the last three um, Phantom Menace would be number nine because I felt like I remember specifically that's I fair. fell asleep in the theater <laughs> when watching this movie. C-SPAN in space. And, you know, there was some good stuff in there. I mean, we got Darth Darth Maul, which was kind of a cool villain. And, uh, you know, we got to see more of Obi-Wan, which you really didn't get to see a lot of him in uh, the OG films. So there was some, definitely some cool stuff there. Uh, number 10, I would put Rogue One. And Rogue One, I just, I, that's the movie that I want to like, but I just can't. Dude, I'm with you on I, that. I, I, I don't like that twice. movie. I've watched it recently and I was bored to death. Yeah, I mean, I, I want to like that movie, but I just, I don't know. Some people are just like, they're insane over this movie. It's like their it. favorite one, and I can't get it. I just think it's so boring. Yeah, I don't get why it is as divisive as it is amongst Star Wars fans. Like, I can admit that I like it. It's sitting in the middle for me somewhere. I like a lot better Star Wars movies. I, j I just enjoyed it, and don't forget where I came into <laughs> Star Wars. I came in, in in the Disney era, mm -hmm. so that could have some a lot to do with it because I love Krennic. I, See, love, I love I love Galen Urso. I like, love all that I, too. I just I just, just know, find it so dull. This what Evan helped me out. Was this the first time we got saw Guerrero? Or was he was yeah, Clone first Wars. time live action? First time live right. action. He was in Clone Wars and Rebels. Right, right. right. He, he was the first character to go from from and in books to live too. Action. He was in books. He was okay. in everything, and then Rogue One, and okay. then we get him in Fallen Order. And that's that's the most extreme version of him we've ever seen. It's, yeah. It feels like a different character, but we don't know what happened between Fallen Order and. Rogue One. Wait so, wait, so you're saying that people can change but in 30 years' exactly. time? Okay, cool. Keep exactly. that in mind, everyone. I will keep that in mind, Bradley. <laughs> um, go ahead, Kyle. Finish those thoughts. Okay, so um, the only great thing about that is obviously the ending scene with Darth Vader where he just fucks up everybody in that hallway. Great, great fucking scene. Yeah, the Battle of Scarif and is great, too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's just the third act in general. I completely agree. Uh, the last is Attack of the Clones, just because I feel like it's, it, it's just, it, it just, 
it's so long. It feels like it's the longest Star Wars movie ever. Yeah. I don't know why. But and it's, it's not. It's one of yeah. the. It's not. It's, it's not. one of the shorter ones. It's like I think. I think it's like two ten or something like that. It's yeah. not long. I don't know what happened with that, but it just did not interest me. I mean, it, it's I just think bad they writing, ruined, dude. Yeah. It's just bad writing. The the because the idea of it is okay, and then when the action but takes I think over, it suffers it's just clearly CGI action for the sake of CGI action. I think it suffers with like introducing young. Anakin Skywalker, like young, young Anakin Skywalker, and then you're getting you're like, who the hell is this thirty year old man playing a fifteen year old boy? Yeah, like, like it's, it's, what? He looks really young in the movie, though. I will say, yeah, that. like he does. Some of the cheesy dialogue it's too. Yeah, it's it's bad. it's really um, the love story seems it's horrible. Very pushed, yeah, yep. very forced. And you don't see why she likes him. Like well, you're she, like, why does she, she like this she guy so him. much? She hates him for a long time, and it's like, wait, no, she loves him. Wait, okay, didn't they, which one? Didn't they fill that in in the Queen's? Apparel, uh, the queens, and all that stuff. I hope so. If they did, I don't remember it. Okay. I feel like I remember talking about that at the time, where it's like you have talked yeah, about I, it. Yeah. I, I, dude, when I read those books, it's it's out of my brain after I finish it. But yeah. it's uh, those books are great. But yeah, I, th- I think so. I think I think they did. I think the best thing we got out of Attack of the Clones was was the meme mm-hmm. of uh, Anakin and Padme sitting in the field. I mean, talk about nothing happening in a Star Wars. But I mean, what's what happens in that movie? Battle Geonosis, we death of Jango Fett. Before we get the clones, for what though? Jango Fett. Death of Jango Fett. We get the big. entire clone army. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty big. Yeah, the clone that's army true. starting is big. huge. Yeah. As much as I agree, yeah, that's pretty Master big. Master Sifo-Dyas has been dead for a long time. We get Dooku, Visible the confusion. introduction of Dooku. We get Costa New, who's one of my favorite Star Wars characters. Right? Yep, the Lost 20. I mean, yeah. But I, kill that I, dog I, things that play into the rest of the movies, though, the Lost 20 don't play in, Joe Costa New doesn't play in. Attack of the Clones, like the clone army only plays in for one more movie, and then they're gone. So... Really, yeah, not a lot that happens in Attack of the Clones affects the rest of the universe in terms of movies. Nothing. Yeah. And I, I mean, mean other, other than the clone army, like, that's it. But like, that's only there I for mean, Revenge of the Sith, and yeah, then it's gone. That's gone, so and like, until Clone I, Wars. I, I might just <laughs> shut that door, because that's really obnoxious. Uh, I've got to ask, like, is Winston the dog barking in the background? No, no, he's, no. he's being the quiet one. No, it's... Winston, Kyle just thought that was you barking. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's oh, right. You, you, know you shit Winston on that picture of him. Winston likes to snap on on various topics that we bring up. So he does. I didn't know if he was snapping. Winston has snapped quite a bit. Really? Yeah. I, on on fourth mother box, he would come in and like bark in my office and then just run. <laughs> like, what the fuck was that for? <laughs> Jackson would probably defend the last Jedi too. Can I add he one thing? I, are you done no. yet, Kyle? Because I don't want to. Um... I well, I was just gonna. Um, what we do I was here. just gonna add. To if, <laughs> if you could say anything about Attack of the Clones, anything good about it is. It just added more backstory to, like, you know, obviously the Clone Wars. And, and we can kind of, I mean, as time went on and they kind of included more elements of this story, you can kind of look back and maybe appreciate it a little bit because of that. That's fair. It, it was the spark that started the Clone Wars series. and That's, Which also isn't that great to begin with. <laughs> so it's like. Well, but hold on. With Clone Wars, well, when it's a, good, it's good. When it's good, it's good. But the, I have yet to see an episode where I go, damn, that was fantastic. Dude, well, season full, seven. last four. I've, I've like seen, season seven, you've seen those. I've watched it. I've seen okay. it. I saw you didn't, think, you didn't say, think damn, so? they were good? I thought it was okay. Oh, wow. Oh, man. Man. That was fine. Didn't so, blow my hair that, back in any way. The last that se- Order 60... Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to ask, like... And the timeline of the first you know, the first three movies, I'm not sure. Was that... Was that when Order sixty six happened? Yes. So season okay. seven of the Clone Wars. Yes, yeah. Season seven it of the Clone Wars. The last two yeah. episodes. Um, it's from Ahsoka's point of view of when Order sixty six went down. So she can sense Anakin turning, and yep. like she knows something's going on, and then they turn on her. It's really fucking good. Yeah. 
<clears throat> anytime you see Order 66, like, you tear up, though. I mean, even in the Book of Boba Fett when we see it with Grogu, like, it that got me cool. to tear up. Seeing it in oh, Fallen yeah. Order, I, I didn't tear up. I cried in Fallen Order. Yeah, I, did I too. imagine you did, too, Tom. <laughs> no, that was just nuts in Fallen Order. Yeah. Uh, because just, when, especially when Cal's dropping from the ship and he's just, like, yeah. screaming. Yeah, well, his oh, master just died man, in his arms, basically, it's after crazy. getting shot to death. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. But really, they should have done Attack of the Clones, not the movie we got. It should have been the entire Clone Wars series just condensed in a movie. I don't know if you could do that, though. But That's like, you lot. can. Just don't do 85 planets where there's 85 how random missions. Like, how we don't long, need all that. How long is like the like the events? Three years. Of three years? You yeah. can't, I don't know if you condense three years in a movie. That's a lot. Clone Wars well, just don't make one. it three I, years. I think, I think the prequels should have been like... The Phantom Menace, if you want to keep young Anakin Skywalker, fine. And then the last two movies should have been the Clone Wars and, and Anakin turns for a different reason at the end because yeah. of the way that Padme dies where she's lost the will to live. It's the fucking dumbest thing in all of Star Wars. I hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't like it. I, I It's my least favorite thing. In all. Like she You think it's dumber than like the droidy people from Book of Boba Fett? Yes, I think it's worse really? than that. Think, that's <laughs> just dumber than that's a just, dagger? That's just visu- Yes, dumber Whoa. than a dagger. That's just visually stupid. This is a it plot is. point that is the, the a catalyst for Luke you, and Tom. Leia, but the ca- it's the catalyst for Luke and Leia, and that's the f- that's their mom. These two badass people come from that weak bitch <laughs> who just dies because she's just <laughs> too sad because her husband killed his boss. Like, what are we doing? It's the dumbest thing ever. But I hate calling Padme a weak bitch because she she's, is. She's, she's a pretty good b- b- badass. She fu- you know fighting. They've gone yeah point until she gets sad and then it's over. Well, her heart she gets in big oh, Christ, she gets it. big sad okay love, just sad. love is control <laughs> big sad and i'll die if i let go she let go she died thank you metallica fuck yeah they finally you no. know you see how that worked into the no, star wars universe it. kyle I understands it. i hate it this is, i think it, i truly think it's the dumbest thing in star wars because like it, it also just doesn't make sense to what was established in return of the jedi where it's like i remember my mom she says it. That oh no, too. no, you're right. That none of it, none of it makes. And George yep. Lucas yeah. is he knew involved that. in all I know. Of those he, movies. He knew that. Yeah. It, none, it doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, I know. Yeah. Star Wars is full of holes like it's that. It's a ton of them. There's a ton of them. Like so many. It was you know, a, Leia has Force memories. Okay, that's all you have to. There you go. That's a new power. Yep. I'm here for it. I like new Force powers. That's interesting yeah. to me. Oh yeah, I love it. You know, do you know what my favorite new Force power is? Let me guess. Is it your number one? Are you doing your number one? Your list is Kyle. No, 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 no. I was saying, oh, yeah, oh. is that? No, no, no. no? We don't, my, my favorite force power. Yeah, is. force, force project. No, force, force echo from Fallen Order. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Thought, it's yeah. it's kind of it like a mem- force memory. It's kind of like cars from Force Collector. Is that the psychometry? Same thing that psychometry. Yeah. Is that, is that the thing that Ray has, and then they no. completely just no. Ray, we Ray, thought that, Ray doesn't no. have psychometry. That's so what was that about? That's a Cal. It's a JJ thing that never was answered. That's so stupid. The Force Awakens is the worst sequel to me. It's slow. I just rewatched it, and then Last Jedi leading into Halcyon, and The Force Awakens is A New Hope. It's so slow. Mm. It has questions like that. I that don't are think like, it's as slow what? as A New Hope. No, it it's is. definitely no, not but as slow it's, as A New no, Hope. No, it's the modern slow is what it is instead of the 70s slow. Like I don't know. I think I disagree. I think I think The Force Awakens does a really good job of introducing the characters. Like I think That's they do true. a great job of introducing Poe and Kylo Ren. Right. Finn has a great introduction Finn too. Great introduction. Like right off the bat, every character, yeah, shows you what you need to know. Connected, like on that one little, th- they're all there on that one little planet. I, Another I think question really is, cool. how did the first order know he was on Poe was on Jakku? It just well, he's tra- there. Yeah, and I think they it says in the title crawl that they've tracked the resistance to yeah to to. I need no, to pay they, better attention. No, next time. no, I'll look at it. 
Does it say that? I know that they say that Leia sent her, her most daring pilot. Right. Yes, but I don't think it says anything about him being. Because Ky- remember, Kylo showed up and uh, approached the uh, the old guy there. I always forget his name. Lars Santeca. Yeah, Lars Santeca, and he Max asked Montito. him because yeah. because he knew he he had the information. The map, so he knew the map. He, so he didn't know Poe was on Jakku, so to speak. He what, just knew can, that Evan, guy was there. Up, can you bring up the title crawl for Force Awakens so we can yeah. see what this is? It might says. be connected to Battlefront, too, honestly. I think you're right. Because God, no, it is. I fucking hate it when they it throw is. shit in the it Battlefront. It is connected it to really Battlefront, too, of the yeah. campaign because Kylo Ren. He's tra- hunting down, down Lars Santeca and, and he and finds him. Skywalker. Yeah, and he finds him because one of the, I, I played this. Versio. It's connected to Versio. And one of the dudes from Planet. The planet of Pelio is connected. There's so many things. wonder if that's going to play into that new Star Wars book coming out. The. Shadows of the Sith, which I'm very excited about. That's I'm sick, excited for that. sick cover. I cannot wait for that. Have you heard about this book, Scott? I have not. No. It's it's gonna be Luke Skywalker and Lando Calrissian oh, in between six can't and seven. Wait. Now that sounds really good. Because you know you know wait. he says that, that in uh, Rise of Skywalker that he was with he was with Luke. Yep. Going this is gonna be that story. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm, that I'm so really excited. Cool. I'm so excited for you it. You know what I wanted to add? I didn't I didn't want to step over Kyle's list though. Did Kyle finish his list? Did you I finish your remember. list, Kyle? He did. He did. Okay. Uh yeah yeah I was done. Okay. All right. What I wanted to say was to kind of defend um, my take on The Last Jedi and kind of like the sequels combined, more or less. When I look at, like, uh, the prequels, even though, there, yeah, Phantom Menace had had some really cheesy things, Jar Jar Binks and on and on, there were some cheesy things in them. But they followed, like the execution was off, but it followed a story. A lot of it is actually kind of brilliant when you look at like Trade Federation and the plan of uh, Palpatine. And it it really, the execution was a little off, but it's a good story. And it followed into Star Wars really nicely, except for like, yeah, when uh, Leia remembers her mother and yeah i get yeah. that too and and obi-wan doesn't remember ever owning a droid that kind of that thing. that part but always kills me yeah yeah but i have a theory on that too that's kind of a, you could write that one off of as like you could say droids are so abundant in the star wars universe where like if it's almost like what name the third bike you've ever owned and you're probably like i don't know i don't remember my third that's bike fair. but you would remember that you owned a bike sweet so remember you owned a bike. <laughs> he just says he's never owned a droid basically but yeah. like he's had a few but like <laughs> right, you're right. not supposed to make connections either as a yeah, jedi in the yeah. prequels and obviously r2 and anakin are like yeah tight yeah. they're like best friends so r5 so or r4 r4 and obi-wan are not connected yeah at all. yeah obi-wan so doesn't care when he dies right he's right like, eh, whatever <laughs> He's like, oh, crap, now my ship can't fix itself. So yeah. for me, the prequels and the original series, they flowed in together perfectly. To me, the sequels, they're, they're something off. They didn't flow like the other ones did. They didn't, especially Last Jedi for me. Sorry, guys. It just, for me, it didn't feel like I a will, Star Wars movie. I will give you, there was a fumble, and the, 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 the outcome of the fumble was Rise of Skywalker with yep. that story. Yeah. Why not just give it all to J.J.? Or just go see Ryan Johnson's, you know, the rest of his story. See, I, I think you need to do JJ to set it up because he's good at those cliffhanger things and opening a bunch of yeah. boxes. That's his thing, right? Which you see in, La- in Rise of Skywalker that he just kind of goes. But I guess this is the end. The same person that yeah. takes the middle should take the finish. It should just keep keep finishing. Yeah, I think Johnson, Ryan Johnson, should have done eight and nine. Yeah, well, yep. even if it wasn't Ryan, it should have been whoever does eight should do nine. And I'm not just saying Ryan, but and yeah. I, I, I am. I, <laughs> well, yeah, I no, talk. I'm glad it was Ryan. He, yeah, I love it. But. I could talk forever about The Last Jedi, and I'm, you know, I know you've heard me rant about it here and on Fourth Mother Box. But the reason why it, it's my favorite and resonates so well with me is because Luke is literally following the same path of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. It's literally, and 
shit, he might do it better than Obi-Wan did. He, he's done something that we've never seen before, you know, projecting himself however far Octo is, you know, to fight. It's pretty far. Ben Solo, Kylo Ren. To, to, in, 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 and the best part about it is I think he still knew that there was good in Kylo Ren. Nope. So he said, I know I can't. I know I can't. Oh, you can't save him. But, but, but yes. then, again, it's, it's, I guess the point I'm trying to make there, if, if he didn't see any good in him, was Luke was trying to show him the pacifist way of, you know, like defending it. Like, like Luke didn't have to actually be there to fight him in person, even though Kylo wanted it really bad. He was teaching him his last lesson, essentially. Um, showing him that what he could truly do, you know, maybe maybe he was he was mocking him a little bit, and I can't believe I didn't fucking pick up right away. With first off, he had, he had the wrong lightsaber. Somehow I didn't see that either. Yeah, I I, I'm so I, dumb. I pointed it out. To I said, I said, why does he have it? One's green, one's blue. Why does right. he have the blue lightsaber? And the blue one just blew and he, up. And he looked different too from from when we saw him with with Ray earlier. So there's yeah. everything the way it wraps up. I love th- this movie made me like Kylo Ren more. Same um, with me. And, and maybe more invested in the character. I didn't know about Adam Driver. I didn't know how I felt when Kylo Ren removed his helmet for the first time in The Force Awakens. It was like a punchline. Yeah. Yeah, it was I didn't have any really feeling. Weird. I was like, my okay, theater, he's a guy. My like, theater opening night, which is the hardcore Star Wars. And yep. remember, pop, that movie was huge. I think people already forget like how yeah. big, big yeah. the buildup for Force Awakens was. My audience laughed. <laughs> opening night in an IMAX theater laughing. I didn't know who guy. the guy was. I'd never seen him in my life. I knew so he was like, in like girls and stuff. Okay. And I knew him. Like I knew the name. I could go, oh, that's Adam Driver. I didn't really watch the stuff he was in, but I knew who yeah. he was. But uh, I, I just love it. I, I think you, you nailed it. We've said this a thousand times. He's Obi-Wan. And I think for yep. a lot of people, they wanted Luke to be like the Luke, like, like, a, like a video game character, which wouldn't play well on screen like it's he also wouldn't be that powerful no matter what happens because he's an older man anyway he was never fully trained like the jedi were when they were kids on coruscant i mean he was he was a he was never really i mean he was a jedi but he was never the most powerful he's not even like the 10th most powerful jedi i mean there's so many characters that are way more powerful than luke skywalker so i i've always thought that it was a perfect idea to set him up as a MacGuffin in the first movie to just they're trying to find luke trying to find luke and then pay that off with he says it in the thing. Do you think I came to the most unfindable yeah. place for no reason? Yeah, and that's not Ryan Johnson's fault. If you want to blame anybody for not liking the Last Jedi, I mean it has to be J.J. Abrams because he's the one that set that whole shit up. And he Ryan did. Johnson just goes, "I guess I'll go with what you have, and I'll yep. just continue with it." Um, because it because it, it couldn't open up and Ryan be like, it wouldn't make Lucas hanging out on on whatever the base is called. What's it called? You know, like well, I, yeah. And they're like, well, he's back. You're like, well, wait, what? We I just saw him on a clip said, at the end of this. Wh- yeah. So he's just back now. And yeah. so wait, why was he gone in the first place? It wouldn't have made any sense. Um, I, I, I get what people wanted. I think that it was such a bold move for them to just be like, I know what you want, but that's not what you're going to get. And you're going to get, Obi-Wan again, which is what he is. He's Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan, but he, with, with like even more depth. I don't think in the Obi-Wan series, I don't think we're going to see him try to cover up him what he did to Anakin, basically. Because Luke tries to cover up what he did to Ben. Yeah. He tells Rey a lie, the first story. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Kylo tells an exaggerated truth, which is basically a lie. And then Luke finally tells the real story of what happened. I mean, if you're Luke and you sense that after dealing with all the shit that has gone down, losing your dad and losing all, I mean, wouldn't you kind of have that moment? And they, oh, yeah. I think that that dialogue was just for the briefest moment. I just looked in and I, and then he was like, he then he goes, I, I felt left. left with shame and consequence, consequence. Yep. For a, and looking into the eyes of a young man whose master had failed him. I yep. mean, like, that's 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 what 
that's Obi-Wan the perfect. And Anakin. It's the per. It, it is Luke yeah. and Ben. I, it's just, it's it's. I, I think it's absolutely genius. Now, you. I think it's totally fair for people to go like. I don't like. I don't like that story, but to me, the story makes perfect sense, and and I think it fits perfectly with what Star Wars is, where it's rise, fall, rise, fall, rise, fall. Yeah, hundred percent. You already got his rise. That was the original trilogy. Now let's see how this character has evolved over the last thirty years, and he's not who we thought he was. He's not who he thought he was going to be. But then he rises again at the end of the film. Yeah, and then, so. and then, I've I've never understood the whole retcon thing, because he did come back at the end and save everybody in the Last Jedi. So for people, yeah. for people to yeah. be upset that they like, well, he just changed it. He, no, he learned the lesson in the last movie, which is why he's a Force ghost now. He became one with the Force after closing himself off for the Force, which is why I don't think he knew totally that Han Solo was gone. Right. Um. I. I just I, I love it and I, I I have never been more excited about a Star Wars movie than I was Last Jedi and I left that theater going I don't know how I feel about this movie same with me yeah. and then I uh, went back the next night and watched it again and I was like this is the fucking coolest Star Wars movie because uh, there's things I don't like about it there's things I don't like about every single Star Wars movie sure of course but nothing's perfect but I, for me like I, I think it was such a cool idea for them to just be like we're gonna we're gonna zig when you thought we were gonna zag right and I think even in the marketing, it was like, and this is not going to go the way you think. I think, I think that was a, I, I think, I don't know. I, these I, I, people, I love it. I love it so much. These people, and I'm not saying you, Scott, and you, Kyle, but I think the people who just look at memes and hate The Last Jedi and go off of memes and go off of what the internet says because of mass information psychosis. But anyway, um, with this particular like version we got of Luke, which I adore, there's people out there that want to see what we're getting in Book of Boba Fett, Luke, and what we got in Mandalorian, Luke. Which That's I, what they wanted to see, but they don't fucking understand. He's 30 years older here. Yeah, this is a diff- this is an old man. I yeah. mean, it would be yeah. very. I mean, think about how how awful it was seeing Yoda flip around and fight Dooku. <laughs> it was horrible. The Palpatine fight's less and, weird. I don't know, and I don't Yoda, know why. The Yoda yeah, side right. of it. I don't know why. Yeah. It's Palpatine less weird. Yeah. We'd already seen Yoda do it. <laughs> maybe so we're maybe more accustomed what it was, to it. But I, I feel like it looks better. The Yoda side of it is weird, but also seeing Dooku do it is a little weird. And Dooku's like 60, 65-ish. They're about the same age. Yeah. Well, I want to ask Kyle a question. Yeah. Kyle, um, pull your pants back up real quick. Uh, you, uh, I remember you originally hated The Last Jedi. And then didn't it grow on you just a tad? Obviously not to make it in like the middle of your favorites, but didn't it grow on you a tad? Uh, yeah, it did. You know, when I first saw it in the theater, like I walked away and I was like, I actually was really, really hyped, I remember, to see it. Because I loved The Force Awakens. I was super excited about it. But when I went to see it, um, I remember actually Tim first texted me. He's like, this is the, I think he said it was like the best Star Wars movie he's seen. And that made me even more excited. And when I went to see it, I was just like, man, I was really disappointed. And I so I didn't watch it. And then like maybe it was about uh, last year sometime, I rewatched it. And I'm like, okay. You know what, being that, like, I have more of an appreciation for Star Wars now, being that they, you know, kind of with The Mandalorian and all the things that have come out after that, I kind of looked at it differently, uh, for sure. Um, and, and I just kind of, like, come back to Kylo Ren's performance. I, I really like Kylo Ren. Like, I liked his, uh, I, I think... Sit um, down, Evan. Too late, Adam my Driver. pants are off, too. Should I put them back on? <laughs> yes, okay. please. Oh, okay. I, I've always kind of said that, like, I think Adam Driver, I mean, maybe you can certainly criticize certain parts of kylo ren for sure but adam driver just fucking acted the shit out of that part and if anything is great that 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 was really cool so um yeah i did certainly have a different appreciation for it 
I just do I think like there were certain things that I didn't want in the movie, like the whole Rose Tico and Finn relationship. Oh, I'm with yeah, you. That came Stupid. out of nowhere. Yeah, that I, was I think dumb. I don't like that part. Uh, that seems like they, they cut stuff out. Like that seems because I don't For think sure. he's Ryan Johnson is such a good director. I just don't see how he just threw that in at the you last. Know, I'd be second. okay with all of it if they just took out when she go, gets up and kisses him because that feel feels out of nowhere. Yeah, the, the line she says to him makes sense. She's teaching him, hey, like it's not about hate, fighting what we hate; it's saving it so what we love. Cheesy. But then she yeah, just kisses line. him out of nowhere. It's like, uh, okay, why are you kissing him? Oh, it's Jack. Oh no, no is that not. Jack? No, that's just another dog. Winston. Ooh. Whose dog is this? I don't know. Hi, dog. Winston doesn't like him. Ooh. So, Kyle, we had a rogue dog run into <laughs> the garage. He's back. And Winston doesn't like him. Is he a lost dog? No, his owner's out there. Oh. Uh, can you come get your dog, bro? So, we had, we had just a random dog. He looks like a puppy. Yeah, he's, he's cute. Um, come yeah, in, and Winston about, did not like him. <laughs> how about a leash? You ever heard of a leash? Like, <sighs> what? I don't know what that was about. That was so fucking... Two <laughs> things today on the show. What we, is happening? I, I, so You say the universe, we're celebrating one year of Fourth Mother Box, yeah. and it takes a Kyle Good on us. Lord. Are you, guys familiar with, uh, oh! <laughs> are you guys familiar with Dark Empire, the graphic novel? Just that alone. Just that name and that it exists. That's Dark Empire. That was. Is this the one that was that is Legends now? Uh, yeah, I, I, this yeah, is Shattered before. Empire yeah. is the one that I'm thinking of. I, I know I know the name, that but I don't. That one is so good. Is that the one where Palpatine clones himself? Yes. Okay, yes. yeah, I do that know that one. That one, yeah. to me, is kind of like the sequel to Return of the Jedi. I really like that. I haven't. I, I feel like I have watched videos on it, like people like overviewing it, like recapping it, but I don't, I don't think oh, I've ever read it. I haven't so even done that. Good. I it's think so I might good. be one of the few Star Wars fans on the planet, like aside from the people that only watch the movies, but like I never read or watched it's or knew so anything good. of the extended universe. And I do so when Disney took over, I was like, okay, they're not cutting things and yeah. saying I things are the legends, but I they were. And I was like, was I don't know what that legend is, so okay. Yeah, but that continuity stepped over itself a lot. I think that was one of the That's smartest things too, Disney redid was yeah. to just wipe everything clean. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I think that was a really, really smart yeah. move. I just had no knowledge of legends even being a thing yeah. until to Disney said, hey, we have legends now. I was like, what is that? <laughs> it's like, oh, the thing that's been around for 30 years. I was like, okay. To piggyback off Kyle's point of Kylo Ren, I think keeping that hatred of Luke Skywalker going the entire... Yeah. It's in The Force Awakens. Yeah. And having episode yeah. eight fuel it even more. Why, did they ever say why he wants that the lightsaber from Rey so bad? That lightsaber belongs to me. Not really. It's why just does he want that so bad? Probably I just because it's, it's his grandfather's. It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just oh, thought it was duh. more of an Anakin yeah. thing. Duh, no kidding. Belongs to me. Duh. It's in, it's in yeah. my blood lineage. And I know that's Anakin's saber, but to me that's just Luke's. I, right. I know uh, it's Anakin's. Nah, I know it's nah, Anakin's. It's Anakin's. Anakin's no. had four lightsabers. It, he did. Yeah, and that was the most important one. <laughs> yeah, it stuck around. It's the yeah, Youngling Slayer Three Thousand. Thank you very much. Hey, so I, I have a good question. Killed the kids. I have a good question for you guys. Who do you like? Whose transition back to good did do you like better, Anakin's or Kylo Ren? Anakin's. Anakin's. It's hard to take my bias out but of this, but we see more of Ben doing things. I, I agree with you because Vader's is out of nowhere. More. It's like, oh, you were going to kill your son, but well, now the too, Emperor but did like, it. It's fine, but no. He, he, so does more, he does more than just throw a guy off a balcony, I feel like. So like we see him physically do more. Yeah, this is more. a tough one because like I automatically want to say Vader and Anakin's because I'm a Stanikin, but like I liked more of what I visually saw of Ben doing. Yeah, so we, we see uh, more Ben. I, I, yeah, we you do, know, and it's not we fair. Do. You definitely do. 
There's no hints in that movie that Vader's going to turn good. I know. Good. I, yeah. no, I there's, know there's no hints that he's his father either. Like that, I think that was a left turn for left turn's sake. Could you, be. you know what's interesting, though, is like you can read Kylo Ren's performance like throughout the films. You can kind of see him struggling with it a bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Snoke senses Darth it. Vader where, yeah, I mean, Darth Vader, you can't see it. You can't see his face. And I think that's the brilliance of his acting. Um, whoever they, that played uh, you know, Darth Vader. David Prowse. Is that... Like, how do you, how do you convey an emotion when your face is covered? That's something right? they do great in Mando, though. With Din, yeah. with Din, yeah, you can tell his emotion that. all the time. Absolutely. So, Kyle, any last Star Wars thoughts so we can kind of jump around here? I've got the crawl go pulled up for Force Awakens. Oh, yeah, about that. Hit. Read that because I'm, I'm I, curious where if it hold says. Hold on, Kyle, one second. I think it says they they tracked him to okay, in the so last paragraph. Luke Skywalker has vanished in his absence. The sinister First Order has risen from the ashes of the Empire and will not rest until Skywalker, the last Jedi, has been destroyed. Now I gotta wait for it to crawl. With the support of the Republic, oh yeah, with the support of the Republic, General Leia Organa leads a brave resistance. She is desperate to find her brother Luke and gain his help in restoring peace and justice in the galaxy. So it already by the second movie in the trilogy, they've accomplished everything they set out so far. Leia has sent her most daring <laughs> pilot on a secret mission to, to Jakku, where an old ally has discovered a clue to Luke's whereabouts. So we don't know how they track so him. The First Order but aren't they track involved the resistance. at all. There, I mean, that's like what they do, yeah. right? They like yeah, they're just constantly tracking him. Yeah, so uh, yeah, word got. So, cool. so okay. yeah, Kyle. Last thoughts on Star Wars, and then Scott will give you last thoughts, and then we'll kind of move it okay, along. Okay, I I had uh, one last question actually for Brad, because um, Brad and I share a love for a, a Nintendo sixty four game called uh, Shadows of the Empire. Yes, sir. And I don't know if I I don't know if I've ever asked this, but I don't think that's canon. But is it like a book? It is a book, but that's that was all wiped away when Disney yeah. got everything. I mean, everything except the movies and Clone Wars. Because Rebels wasn't out yet, because oh. that was a Disney thing. It's a got, great got book away. too. Really good book. Yeah. So that, Sizor, that was, however you say his so name. that game was based on that on the or the book was the game was based on the book. Uh, the book was like an addition to like it was like a whole multimedia thing. It was kind of like the higher public where it was like there's also a video game from this perspective. And then I haven't I haven't read the book since I was a kid. I don't really remember. Do you remember how that what the point of the view of the book is? It's from Leia's point point of view, right? Uh, I think for the most part, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for the most part. <laughs> I forgot to have my mic down. He's there. a professional, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I think it's from Leia's point of view for the most part. And then the book is, or the game is Dash Rendar. What's the name of Dash's ship? The Rendar 69? The, <laughs> it is something like that, I think. I, but I had that toy Slave as a kid. Two. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, you the, can't the say Rondar. that. Outrider. Outrider, that's, yeah. right, that's right, that's right, that's yep. right. But speaking of Slave One, like that's still a plaque in Launch Bay. At Disney's Hollywood Studios, uh, it has a model of the ship. We need to and go get pictures. That says Slave One. Well, it'll right be there. gone. It'll be gone yeah. now after it, this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> no, I've taken pictures of Bob it. Bob so saying like, "Call somebody up and get over to Launch Bay." So get a picture before you can, or before you can't. But it's still there, I guess. So I mean, is Launch Bay canon? I don't know, but nah, it's there. More. No, 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 no. Well, they do. Have, they have like the actual pod racer, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, that's true. And the speeder bike. Kyle, last thoughts on Star of the Wars? No, I'm good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds like to take a, he had to take a shit. At yeah, they're, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, fart, fart, last fart. thoughts quickly on Star Wars. My thoughts very quickly. Uh, the reason I didn't like uh, really Luke Skywalker in the whole the ending, he could do something, and he proved it because as he was a Force ghost in um, Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Thank you. He raises the X-wing fighter. He does. He I, uh, something about the uh, he. 
force. Uh, he catches the saber catches when Ray throws saber. the so saber. So he could do something, and that's the True. part that kind of okay. aggravated okay. me. So can Yoda do something? Let me stop there. Remember what Obi Wan yeah, so said. Yoda then. Remember what Obi Wan yeah. said right before yeah. um, Vader struck him down. If you strike me down, I'll become more powerful than you can ever Agreed. imagine. Agreed. Agreed. But they all can intervene, but they know it's not wise to intervene. Yeah, they're but teaching the lessons to the people they're teaching. I get that, and it's. And they it wasn't in the script, man. They are what, <laughs> what what's he say? But it's what's Yoda say to Luke? We are what they grow beyond. But it is something I understand I get that. I do get I do understand it, but at the same time, if you could do something, do it. But he did. <laughs> or I wish he just wouldn't have raised when I saw him raised X Wing Fighter, that's when I came do you, more do you, he was, do you remember, he was do you remember the shot? Ray. Do you remember the shot from the last Jedi where yeah. they show his X Wing yeah. in the in the water? Uh, it's what he's jumping over with the with the stick. They show, they oh, show yeah, that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah they yeah, show yeah, that. Like yeah. I thought it was a good callback. Yeah, it's a great, a great callback. And yeah. it's like you have everything you need right here. Boom, here you go. Yeah, yep. Off to Exegol with you, stupid. Take the yeah. wayfinder. Ray that even I found says randomly. that. Ray's like, I blew up the ship. Like I have no way to go anyway. And Luke's like, Yeah, you do. Here you I go. wish she would have raised it. I think that would have been more. No, it would have made Luke me. Been, this is a lesson. If Luke was teaching her how to raise it and she couldn't. But when, yes, when but she, she was never trying. When to. he did, I just became more disappointed because Aww. it vindicated for I me. Don't get like that. that's he when my. Have done but, more. but you're saying he should do something, but he did. That's when the dam broke for me. I was bawling. I was like, "He's lifting the X-wing right here, and the theme is playing." And now it just get in and fly me. and go kill. A he can't go get kill in my nephew. <laughs> go, <laughs> yeah, fuck him. There, I don't <laughs> know. It's hard. It's I tried. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he sends Ray to go kill Palpatine, not to kill Kylo. God, I know. It just to me, it didn't fit. The the whole the all of them kind of together didn't fit for me. But I look, I respect. I look, I like I said, I love Star Wars. I respect everybody's opinion on it. I don't respect your opinion. No, I'm just kidding. It just didn't fit for me. It it when you look at the first six they followed a pattern and then the 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 last three for some reason just did not to me to me it just didn't fit for me old guy old guy trains a force sensitive person from a desert same pattern to me (laughs) (laughs) pattern you're not wrong part of the pattern yes (laughs) fighting a evil empire with an old guy too that's leading them Sounds pretty legit. Disfigured, disfigured yeah. old man. <laughs> disfigured old man. Who was in his own head, own, like up his own ass about his yeah. hubris. <laughs> I just, I couldn't, I, I don't know. I love I Snoke, man. I'm, I'm such a big Snoke I want fan. more Snoke. I love I Snoke. Snoke. I want We're a Snoke novel it. written by Claudia Gray. I've said it 10,000 oh, times. Man. I'm going to tell her that at Celebration. Oh, okay. Please write a Snoke book. With 10 chapters that are 50 pages long. <laughs> that's I'm fine. okay with it, dude. If it's that's Snoke, I would, I would love it. That's a book I would read in a day. I would take off work and I would just read that book all day. I'd be so excited for it. Before we jump over to some Batman more DC stuff, yeah. do you gentlemen mind if I snap real quick? Go for it. I got a special ginger snap hey. lineup for this one-year anniversary of the fourth on the box. So if you are listening for the first time, <coughs> first time, every now and again, I have a segment called Ginger Snaps. I am a ginger, so I'm allowed to say that. Thank you very much. So is Kyle, so he could ah! say it legally. <laughs> oh, yeah. Remember who grows a red beard? You do. <laughs> That's so dumb. That's so it's dumb. It's not so dumb. You do. You, uh, you I can do call too. it strawberry, I, strawberry blonde all you fucking want. You know, uh, I would like to let the world know at large that the real reason Tom moved down to Florida uh, was to be a it's Disney be princess. The, yeah, so, and his Disney no. princess name is Gingerellia. Oh, Gingerellia. <laughs> so, Gingerella. Oh, my God. Gingerella. No, no, he said Gingerellia. That's what I heard. I'm yeah. correcting his stupid no, I pun. know you are. Let him be stupid. <laughs> either or. He goes by either or. Depends. <laughs> Some days he's Gingerellia. I proudly claim my Ginger That's beard. That sounds like a Star Wars planet. Hey, Shut up, Gingerellia. Shut up, you value resort stayer at her. Just like Gingerellia. getaway. I went there. 
Ginger Elia was blown up by the Death Star because uh, Darth Vader hated gingers. So now, Kyle, I have a question. Uh, if you, when if you, you notice, if you notice in like in like the original trilogy, his arm is kind of weak. He smashed the shit out of that button because he was so mad about gingers. Now, and, Kyle, uh, I have a question for you. Kyle, I have a question for you. Now, when you booked All Star, did you pick which one you wanted to stay at? Or are they going to sign it to you when you get here based on the availability of the cheerleaders that are there? Yeah. Um, he would fit right in with uh, No, I, I picked all-star music, straight up. You picked the worst one, man. What? Sports is the worst one. Me. No, I would say They're sports is the worst one, but I like music. Movies and music than sports. Movies is, the best. movies is the one with the big statues. Yeah. With the, yep. yeah. the giant, yeah. Roger Roger the the giant the buzz giant and the giant Woody. Yeah. yeah. I don't think I stated all-star music before, so... We say that movies. Yes. Music has like the three caballero section. I love that section so much. Sports is All right. lame too. All right, anyway. Sports is lame. Let me ginger snap real quick. Let's get through this and talk some Batman. All right. <clears throat> Special ginger snaps segment for the fourth Motherbox one year. The media is a divisive tool used the same way Batman uses fear. It's to fan the flames of an issue not peop- that not too many people care for in the first place. And when society, especially us fucking Americans... Uh, get caught up by the latest alleyway journalism that the likes of the Huffington Post and the New York Times and even the fucking Blaze throws in the front of our faces and tells us to get mad about we're just being distracted from God knows what. We don't really know what's going on out there. But the latest news story to grace our social media platforms and news channels is House Bill 1557. Now, I'm bringing this up not particularly just because we live in Florida and it's a thing, but this is a Disney thing now that Disney's in the news with this. So House Bill 1557 passed the Florida legislature and is being thrown in our faces like our buddy Mike Norrott would throw dollar bills at strippers back in the day. And what is particularly Ah. being tossed at us like the elephant (laughs) trunks swinging on the lineup for the 9 a.m. shift at Polecats is Disney, who keeps Orlando and surrounding areas afloat around here. We cannot deny that. Disney, if if, this is never going to happen, but if Disney left, Orlando would die. Yep. A hundred percent. I think the state of Florida's tourism would just be done. Yes. There's yeah, I mean, beaches, beaches everywhere. There's beaches everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Not Florida beaches, though. So, um, Clearwater is dope. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, so is Disney. Uh, and versus the... So the, the, the new story is Disney versus the current administration's number one enemy, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. The way the media is spinning this web of bullshit to all of us is hilarious. Because if you actually go read that, Bill, which I have, it's literally six and a half pages long. You can read it on the shitter after you've washed down your KFC bucket with a double diet Mountain Dew, which has half the amount of caffeine and sugar of regular double Mountain Dew. But the majority of people who can't think for themselves ate paint chips as a child, so comprehension of adult words is hard. It's easier for them to get news from talking heads who are aiding in the mass information psychosis. Have you ever actually paid attention to what all these news stations are saying? It's literally the same fucking thing. It's fear, it's diversion, and it's madness, Evan. It's fucking madness. I concur. But not to get into too many conspiracy <laughs> theories, I wanted him to say something. This, week is, this week's pissing contest is between Disney and DeSantis has grown into uh, causing more bickering on Facebook. Yeah, where the boomers go to bitch. Um, the Florida legislature is supposedly looking into repealing Reedy Creek Act of 1967. I'm sure you gentlemen are aware yes. of what that act is. Um, in short, the Reedy Creek Improvement District, RCID, which Disney was granted is responsible for infrastructure, environmental protection, landscaping, fire protection, emergency metal services, all that bullshit, regulating the Epcot building code and operating, maintaining all publics and bridges, the standard shit that, like, a state government would handle. And first off, look at that. The private sector is actually handling their infrastructure and emergency services better than local government. Who would have fucking knew? Um, and Disney's property is well-maintained. 
there's really no argument there. And, Evan, I'm not talking about Kyle's B-mode being in effect since October of last year. No, no, I agree with that yeah. 100%. <laughs> but typically, especially in bigger states run by Jabba the Hutt, <clears throat> Pritzker, and Makeup Bubbleguts, <clears throat> Newsom, the cities are torn to hell. Most local governments are run by people who aren't smarter than the Muppet Babies. But back on track. This actual bill says nothing about not saying gay, trans, bi, or Apache helicopter in it. It specifically calls out teach, not teaching sex ed to kids K-3. through three. So to those who threaten to walk out of Disney and those keyboard warriors who call their mama she's late with their allowance, to them jumping on bookface without any backing, I challenge you to reading the damn thing and then forming your own opinion like an adult. And on the other side, you're being hypocrites. You want less government, no mandates, no intervention, but then when someone's ideals don't align with yours, you do the same exact thing your fucking opponent is doing. So Florida's bringing up this potential repeal of Disney's Reedy Creek Agreement as a way to combat the wokeness of Disney, which, by the way, the most of the executives was leaked on a video in support of the parental rights bill and defending it. So Disney's what? Virtue signaling? So to, to those caught up in this, this distraction, I implore you to take a break. From secretly looking at your for your sister's OnlyFans, take a break from door dashing a cinnamon roll from 7-Eleven with your grandma's credit card, and take a break from hanging the noose because they found your name on Jeffrey Epstein's flight log. Take a deep breath. It's going to be all right. I promise. You're going to die at the age 45 anyway. The Hooters girl you visit frequently on Saturday doesn't think of you like you think of her when you're ramming a tailpipe into your starfish during your monthly shower. Think for yourself. Stop caring what others are doing and take care of yourself. COVID isn't killing you, tubbies. Your blood pressure levels of 300 over butter is what's killing you. As I wrap up, men are still good. We fight. We kill. We betray one another. But we can rebuild. We can do better. We will. It starts with all of us, and I'm telling you, all of us, to recognize the shit that's being put in our faces 24-7. Whoever exists on a higher plane of existence that we can't see, be it God, Zeus, the Spaghetti Monster, CM Punk, Kyle's bird that his dog ate, Evan's skid-marked underwear after eating Chipotle, Scott's microphone that doesn't serve a purpose, Brad's penthouse magazines of zebras eating sheet cake, or my ever-growing collection of used pudding cups that Cameron Monaghan ate. Whoever granted us this life gave us something that's called free will. That free will is embedded in our core and our, in our soul. Stop letting the likes of the CIA and their illegal MK Ultra project, yeah, look that up, control the narrative. Put your big boy and big girl panties on and live your life. Happy birthday, fourth mother box. Woo! That well was said. like yeah. ginger snaps, but ginger motivates. Yes. That was, that was, was well good. Done. <laughs> I just got off on a tangent there when I was writing that earlier. So. Good. Like it. Did you say use pudding cups that Cameron Monaghan ate? <laughs> he, yes. did. he did. He did. <laughs> yep. Ever-growing collection of them, too. That could be our god. I mean, like, I don't know. Does, does, does he have a restraining order against you? Come Not on, yet. I'm waiting right. for the court date. It'll be celebration. Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm Brad from uh, from the Jedi Talk podcast. And that guy is 60 Tom feet here? away? No, he's Tom. not here. That's he can't get within 60 <laughs> feet of you. Dude, dude, that's, hold up. That's him. Since we're talking about Cameron real quick, I just want to give him a shout-out. And he does not get enough love for his portrayal of Jerome slash the Joker on Gotham. Oh, yeah. That's so fucking good. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Absolutely. I didn't see it. Check it, there's, check it out. There's like an hour video of him, just his scenes. Like, you don't have to watch the whole hour. Just, like, jump along. He did a really good character. Is he, like, the Joaquin Phoenix Joker-esque? like no. esque? Like, no. like as far different. as, like, not... Well, I mean, like... I get it as different because it's like a movie yeah. versus TV. But like, is it the yeah. same kind of like pre-Joker kind of thing? No. Well, no. It's it's because. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, I get it. Yeah. In yeah. the first episode, when they when he basically can't back out of that he killed his mother, mm. he's 
snaps right there, smiles, and he's like, "Okay, I killed the bitch." You know, like Oof, it, right. it's very it's it's comic accurate because Gotham's actually a pretty like it's it ta- it totes the line of TVMA, you yeah. know, a little bit with like the gruesomeness for like a Fox show. But anyway, um, so yeah, uh, you guys ready to jump over talk about some Batman? Think of Gotham. All right, so um, we all saw the Batman movie, I believe, except for Evan. True. Okay. I haven't seen it yet. Either. Oh, you haven't? No, okay. I have oh. not. All right, we'll stay. We'll, we'll but you can spoil away. It's fine. I go. Yeah, I don't know if I want to. I mean, I mean, we've 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 talked about it. There's at really length. not anything to spoil. Yeah, it's a movie. I guess Batman's so. in it. Yeah. <laughs> there's no like holy shit like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the whole movie's fantastic. We're on, but like, there's no like wait so, what? Well, there's so then, so we've you, me, Kyle, we've all talked about it at length. Let's talk about the deleted scene that got released. Yes, that's a good idea. So. I have seen that. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, at the end of the Batman, there's a scene between the Riddler when he's in Arkham with unknown prisoner. It's very well hinted at that it's the Joker when he's talking to him. It's pretty obvious. It's it's pretty obvious. So then <laughs> there's a deleted scene that they released of Batman going to talk to the Joker in Arkham Asylum. He hands him the Riddler's file, and it's a very Hannibal Lecter-esque yeah. back and forth. And the thing I loved the most about it, and I haven't told Kyle this yet, but when he hands the Joker the file and he's like, ah, oh, paper's the first anniversary. So it's like they've been at it yeah. for a year. There's a history. I'm yep. like, shit. Like, I didn't pick that up the first time yeah. I saw it. And then he's just, like, evaluating the, the file. And he's like, oh, he's been at this his whole life. Like, he was planning it forever or something like that. Yeah. And then he just progressively gets more Joker and Joker and Joker. Finally, when he calls Batman out for, he's like, you really like what the Riddler's doing to them. You think they deserve it. And he just... Laughs. I mean, he's. It's not my favorite Joker laugh, but I don't hate it. Sure. sure. Yeah. Kyle. Sorry. Go ahead, Kyle. I know Kyle's got thoughts on this. Yeah. Um. You know, I feel like this was surprisingly controversial for people because I feel like people were kind of mixed. I don't know. Did you get the impression with that, with uh, like uh, Barry Keegan's performance here? That that they were mixed. I mean, I, everyone was saying okay. it was better than Jared Leto, so I don't it's know if they were mixed. Much, though, it's it? not for no, for the screen time he got. Well, I meant like people were mixed about how they felt about him. I you know I really haven't seen that. I've seen people wanting to see more out of this, really than anything. More like optimism now. I think people are curious. Uh, yeah, curious. Yeah, because we haven't seen I, like a core main Joker since Heath Ledger. Yeah. Matt Reeves, and I think I talked about this, but Matt Reeves have, has come out recently and said that this is just a proto-Joker. So, I mean, we could probably assume that this is this world's Joker, but it's not the final version, whatever that means. I mean, I guess I wonder, like, I mean, he looks pretty much like the Joker. I mean, yeah. the only thing he's really missing is, is like, more hair, so... Mm-hmm. That's true. I was I was mixed on it, man. I, I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I thought it was just fine, but it's one of those things where I was like, I'm cool. I'm glad I saw that, but I, I think it was good that it got cut out. It didn't add anything. No, it, it didn't. It it just was a cool scene. Yeah, it was really all. It was a Easter eggy kind yeah, of thing. Like it was. I, I but like I don't think you need a six minute Easter egg in a movie that's already like two and a half hours long. Oh, that movie um, was three hours long. Was it? Was it yeah, that long? Two hours fifty seven minutes. It doesn't it's feel that like it, long? right? Yeah. It just flew by. Right? Holy crap! I need to go see it. I've only seen it the one time. But I thought it, I thought it was like two and a half. Oh, that's nuts! I didn't realize it was that long. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. part of the reason I haven't seen it yet. I haven't had the time. That's nuts! I, I had no idea. It. I, it flies by, man. Yeah. I truly didn't believe it was that long, or realize it was that long. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I I think the guy's a good actor. He's been in a few things that I that I've seen. 
Uh, one of them is a horror movie, but the name is Escaping Me. And he kind of plays this like creepy ass kid that kind of kills the family one by one. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I didn't love his voice. His voice was the thing that stuck out to me. He sounds like Jamie Kennedy, mm-hmm. like mm. just like him. And yeah. it's like that's not scary. I mean, he, his his portrayal is really cool. Um, the way it's shot is fantastic. Oh, the, like, yeah. Not be able to get a full, real glimpse yeah, of him, and it's all cool. kind of behind like a hazy, yeah. dirty glass, and, and it's finally out at of the focus. end when he puts his face to the glass. I, th- yeah, I thought so all good. that was insane. Yeah. Whoever's the cinematographer for that movie should absolutely win this year at the Oscars oh, for yeah. for the way that shot. I mean, that movie's unbelievably sh- like shot just unbelievably well the whole movie. But I don't know. I I, I I'm I've been pretty vocal about being like I'm good with the Joker. I mean, how many times are we gonna do this character? It's like an ever. I get it. It's like his big villain, but. There's the Riddler shows. You don't need him to drive the story or even like be in the background yeah. for it to be an interesting Batman movie. Maybe I, I'm, that's why I'm, he wasn't in it. Maybe that's why he didn't make the cut. Yeah, I mean, I I, I also think it's like, especially if I I don't know if I would have released this because I think Matt Reese has come out and pretty much said like just because he's in this doesn't mean he's going to be in the next one, and he's kind of said that yeah. he's not going to be the focus. Right. Why get people's hopes up and why get people no, going like what what could have been with the Joker that you don't? He's not even invested. This in. is Batman Year Two. The Joker exists. He's tussled with Batman before and when you have a Batman story there has to be a Joker presence even though we never saw him in Batman vs Superman the Joker had a fucking presence you know Bruce Ben Affleck walked right by through the Batcave he walked by a, a Robin costume in the glass case that said haha uh-huh, jokes uh-huh, on yeah. you okay. that's obviously talking about Jason Todd so he had the presence there. The Joker, I believe, has to have a presence in a Batman movie. I'm with you. Batman Begins, though. He's not in that movie. At the very end with the yep. card. But, like, that's... Presence. I, is it... That's just a hint of what's coming next. I mean, it's like the last shot of the movie. It's still a presence. I it's, guess, it's, it's but still... He's, it, it, but like, he's not driving the narrative of that film. No, no he's no, not. Right. But, but, it, but, it, but it snaps... It, Joker in this movie wasn't driving the narrative. He's not even close. That card in Batman yeah, Begins is like Jim Gordon. The movie, so it's not canon. True. But the, the Batman Begins one is, like, that showing Jim Gordon being like, I trust you to take on this crazy guy that I can't figure oh, I can't out. Do it. So like it's I think that shows a little bit of the narrative. The one the <laughs> one part and Kyle's on this too with me is in The Dark Knight Rises, no Joker presence whatsoever. Like I no. know Heath Ledger died, but you yeah. couldn't have fucking talked about him. Act like he doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. I I got one last comment about uh Barry Keegan's Joker. And I'm kind of with Brad in a way where it's like that scene didn't grab me. I mean, as or his Joker didn't grab me as much. And if you look at, like, the other iterations of the Joker, I mean, it's just such a commanding, dominant performance. <coughs> um, Quit think choking about, on like, dicks, how Kyle. Everybody... <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Take the dick um, out of your mouth before so you start talking. Uh, you know what? Tom's mother's here. She keeps... Jesus I, I Christ! Just... Brad's the one ripping on you. You know he's had a failed comedy career. <laughs> So you could have ripped on that. He's been married twice. I mean, Christ. Uh, I got, there's a lot you yeah. could go in on me for. I just don't even. Tr- you don't even try. Okay, so let me. Yeah, <laughs> let me finish my thought. Okay, so the peanut gallery, quiet down. Um, so, like, you think about the Joker, and like how, for example, nobody—not nobody, but like people—didn't really resonate with Jared Leto's Joker, but he gave a five-minute scene at the end of Zack Snyder's Justice League that everybody was like foaming at the mouth over because that's like the like a true Joker performance. I know Scott and I talked about on his podcast or when it was a podcast about the, when the Joker movie came out and how that was such a brilliant movie. And there were so many elements to that, that just were done so well. And that's why he's such a, one of the best written villains of all time, hands down Um, right up there with, you know, we talked about like Darth Vader and Voldemort and stuff like that. But I think it's just like, 
I don't know. I mean, as much as I want to see the Joker, I feel like there's a little bit of fatigue going on for some reason. And um, it'll be interesting to see how he, he kind of gets put into this this world. Don't look too soon, but DC might have slipped in the three Joker story on us without us noticing. You've got... What's the three Joker story? Uh, it's it's baby, it's basically a Batman story where three Jokers exist in, in the universe. And a, Batman's dealing with all of them. Wait, um, three oh. of like the same. Does Batman know there's three, or does he think it's one guy? No, it's like... he's he's starting to suspect it's three. There's like pictures okay. of like the Joker in like a different time period, and then he's got his present one, and then he sees another one. It's it's. I would I would does recommend it make it. sense. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. So you've got Barry Keoghan, you've got Joaquin Phoenix, and you've got Jared Leto. Joaquin Phoenix's Joker would slide into this universe very oh, well. Oh, easily. I think it could be. I mean, he might be a little older because it seems yes. like that was kind of set in like a seventies look. Yeah, um, but you know though, uh, the three Joker story, like when, like it's a Justice League story, I believe, and Batman doesn't even know about it, but they all look identical. He figures it out. I think. Well, he figures it out, but like they all look identical, and that's why he was kind of like, kind of awestruck when he found that out because he's he didn't really realize that there were three, but they all looked the same. Yeah. It would be kind of cool to see though, like three different jokers but i think the power of that that story arc in the comics anyway is that like batman has been fighting this villain for years but he didn't know there were he, there were two other ver- there were three versions of him no, that's true i mean I, i'd be okay, I'd be, I'd be okay with that yeah. i mean it sounds i mean I, I i just like we it's it's almost like the same reason you don't need to see the martha wayne oh no sequence yeah. every movie now it's like I don't. I know Joker's around. Like mm-hmm. I don't need him to be a physical presence. I get with that. An actor, and if you want to keep him as like you know the Vader in Rogue One, mm-hmm. that's fine. But like I don't. I don't need a movie focused on him again. I get it. I, I think they it. will. I I think they're either going to do that in the second and third, or they're going to do that in the second. And then the third will be like a little bit more focused on him, <sighs> or even less. Do him like Maul and Solo, you know, where he's yeah. like not there at all. But you know. Dryden Voss is like, there's somebody above me who's scary. Watch out! And I like, like your who's idea. that scary guy. I like your idea about him being like pulling the, all the puppets. Yeah, the puppet from master from Arkham. Yeah, that would be interesting. He, he gets like he gets his hands on Freeze. He gets his hands on like a like maybe a Bane. He gets his hands on obviously Penguin. Riddler gets out. You know, shit like that. He's throwing it together. I'm gonna throw this to everybody. Um, Scott, I want you to answer first. Outside of the Joker, who do you want to see as like the next villain in the in the in this universe? That is a good question. Um, we've had, and I know you haven't seen him yet, but yeah. we've got Catwoman, Carmen Falcone, um, Salvatore Marone was was mentioned. Um, uh, did I say Penguin? Yeah, uh, Riddler, and yeah, that's it. So outside of all of those, that'd be a tough one. I really don't have an answer for that one. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. I, I've said it a thousand times. I want Scarface. And the puppet ventriloquist, the, the whole deal, that combo. Yeah. Mine is Sir Victor Freeze. That would be a good one, too. Yep. I want a better... I like that's going to be hard to pull off in that universe. I don't think so. Like, I don't know what he would look like. Like, the costume would look really weird if it's very cartoony. Yeah, without it being... Yeah. yeah. I think it, have you seen... Very realistic. Have you seen Mr. Freeze in, in the Arkham video games? Yeah, I think that looks a little cartoony. Really? Yeah, I think... Mm. Especially, like... It looks like a Transformer, almost. It's very big, very bulky. I, I kind of want them to do something like the Batman animated series, where he's kind of a, like, kind of like take a left turn with like what they did with the Riddler. Like yeah. you wouldn't think he would be. Well, then, a, then an internet. Give nerd. it to him. I'll say, give me, give me Mr. Freeze, and who would you cast? 
Uh, as Mr. Freeze. Jeez, yeah. I haven't thought about that. Hard I want to see Arnold, Arnold come back and redeem himself. No, yeah, fuck Kyle, that. yeah. Jesus Christ. Give it to everyone chill. Come on, do it. Sit down. Give me the diamond. Where's Poison Ivy? Is that the same movie? That's not the same movie, is it? I think it is. Uh, yep. I get those two movies so confused. They Poison Ivy like was in his, yeah. Okay, and then yeah. it was Riddler and, and Two-Face. Bane. Yeah, Riddler and Two-Face. And then uh, the, the Mexican wrestler Bane. <laughs> mm. Which is the funny because Bane is Hispanic. He is Mexican. Like, is he really? Yes, he was. Oh. He was born in a, in a in a prison, and he had to work his way out of the prison. Fuck you, and Chris Nolan for making taking the job away from another minority <laughs> and hiring a white man, Tom Hardy. You piece of shit. <laughs> Nolan's actually. I feel like they think he is a touch racist. Really? Yeah. I've read some things. Zoe Kravitz tenet. tried to like pull him down for not getting cast in Dark Knight Rises. But like he, they but that wouldn't. I don't that would that wouldn't have fit. Like, they I wanted mean, the shitty cat woman. As bad as Anne Hathaway is, but I know it wouldn't have fit one bit. Have, She's much better in Matt Reeves' universe. Christian Bale and her, like they, I, Ugh, uh, this no. doesn't make any sense to me. I think you made the right call, uh, Evan. What about you? Do you have any opinion whatsoever? You've, I think named more villains than I knew existed. <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> so with you on that. Yeah. Sure. Oh, Matt Hatter would work. Matt Hatter would uh, work in that yeah, universe. That guy, so. I guess. Yeah, I don't, Bane I don't would know. even. Calendar Man would work. Yeah. Oh yeah. Calendar Man would absolutely work. Didn't yeah. know that was the Condiment thing. King. That'd Condiment be dope. King would be dope. He was in the Lego Batman movie, right? Yes. Yeah. There's there's a lot of obscure like. I think, I think I think go obscure. I think that's the way to go with this. Like int- introduce yeah. people to new char- a new character. Yeah, you almost have to. I think because Riddler was like uh, obviously a Batman villain. People know, but a lot of people go Jim Carrey. Yes. And to take that like that and then left turn it, I think it's right. brilliant. Mm-hmm. Kind of like they did with Luke in The Last Jedi. Go ahead. Uh, what's next? <laughs> um, uh, that's a, that's about it on Batman. And, guys, let's give Marvel a little credit here. Let's talk about Moon Knight real quick. And one thing specifically that I want to get the touch on is Kyle knows very well uh, DID, uh, Disassociative Disorder. Did I say that right? Dissociative, Dissociative Identity, Identity disorder. disorder. Thank you. Thank you, Dr. Hughes. You're welcome. And, uh, hey, it's and Professor BetterHelp. Thank you, Professor BetterHelp. Please use the code uh, Discount Ginger to save 25% on your first month um, while supplies last. It's actually, they emailed me today. It's actually Kyle's mom. Kyle's mom. So you get 100% discount. Well, Kyle's mom's a discount code. It's the biggest discount code in the whole wide world. To be no bitch. Well, Kyle. All right. So, Moon Knight. um, I I, I thought it was a good first episode. There's not much in it. I didn't like it. It was different. Um, but Marvel always does this to me. They come out strong in the beginning. So I'm holding my breath just a smidge, especially with their TV shows. Um, but I, Color Me officially interested in Moon Knight. Like, Same. I'm locked in. What do you think? Other than other than uh, like what he said. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I had never heard of this character at all until the show was announced. Really? Yeah, so I was super intrigued right off the bat. So I'm like, this guy looks crazy different than anything you think of when you think MCU. You know, you think big shiny robots for a lot of it. Because, I mean, everyone has, like, a Tony Stark suit. You know, as much as I love Iron Man, it's like, this is the furthest from Iron Man, I think, we've seen in a, in a great way. Like, I'm getting really MCU burnout. And I was like, I'm still excited for the show, so I watched it. The episode, like, isn't TV life-changing or anything, but it was really good. But it makes me want to see what's going to come that is probably going to be TV game-changing. Um, I just wish that one hallway scene, the, that creepy thing coming towards the elevator wasn't in the trailers because like seeing it in trailers and then seeing it again in episode one i was like yeah the scene was cool but i've seen it 50 times now i don't remember it being in the trailer neither do i (coughs) disney plus actually blipped on us during that scene so it's kind of they they fucked it up 
but I want to see more scary stuff like that because that's like my level of scary. I like it and I can handle it. Anything past that, no. But I want some kind of scary stuff, and that was really scary. And Oscar Isaac's been great. I've been watching him in a few things. He's been uh, some other movies like when he's a he's a musician, a struggling musician in like Chicago. It's a couple years old. It's got an Adam Driver cameo in it, but really? uh, and a John Goodman cameo in it. But I watched him in that. He was good in that. The movie was really not Speaking that good. Speaking of John Gooman, does anyone else watch The Righteous Gemstones? No. Heard okay. about it. Heard about oh, it. my God. It's so fucking good. He's good in everything. I've um, never heard of it. They're, they're, they're basically a megachurch family. They got so much money, and there's, like, corruption amongst them. It's, oh, it's a dark comedy. Sweet. Like, real quick, I just want to say a He'd joke from the that. other night. They were, they were sitting there at, at dinner, and one of them, the, the, she's a crazy sister. She, she got married, and, like, she got married at Disney World and didn't tell anybody. So, like, she reveals that they got married by Prince Eric, and then one of the brothers is like, y'all went down to Disney World, didn't invite any family to come to your wedding, and you don't even get a legacy character to marry you? <laughs> <laughs> and, like, and that, this is not, that's, that's not doing that scene justice. It's, it's so much better. So watch The Righteous Gemstones, I promise. Yeah, I'm super intrigued. Want to see more. I'm, I'm hooked for, what is it, six episodes? Five. Six, five? They're doing five. Oh, jeez. Or maybe that was just the, wait, no, no, I'm thinking of Kenobi, sorry. Kenobi's five episodes. Did it you is? see that? Oh, I my gosh. And we're getting I, two on the first day. I, so saw, I saw something the other day that was a, it was a leak for like the, pro- the titles and production, and it was just the first five episodes. Mm. I don't think they ever said uh, it was six parts. I, no, they didn't. We just assumed it. Yeah, I think it's five. God I, damn. That's, that's a good thing, though, probably. <laughs> that means they're going to keep it tight. Yeah. Well, well, let's hope. Let's hope. I saw um, a potential could fake. Be, or it, could, pot- it could be they haven't named the last episode yet. It could be something yeah, like that, be. but I feel like it's they have to turn on that stuff. I George read Lucas. somewhere it was sick. I did, too. That's why I thought. Same. And then I saw, I'll have to send you guys the article I saw that someone like, had leaked the, it was like the credits, because you have to like submit mm-hmm. the credits. Well, since um, we mentioned Kenobi uh, just officially coming out on May 27th now, and the first two episodes are dropping, then Wednesdays after that. It's exciting. Uh, yeah. I think this is obviously a, a celebration play. Have you ever been to Star Wars Celebration? No, I have not. It's fun. Um, there was one in Chicago in 2019. There was the one before. It did like every two years. The pa- it was supposed to be during yeah. in 2020. Or 2021? Was it 2021? 2021. 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, then it got pushed back, obviously, because of COVID stuff. But uh, it's really fun. It's just a big Star Wars convention. Oh, yeah. Everyone's there. It's it's a good time. But I think I think they did this because they're they're gonna do an Obi Wan panel. And I think since it comes out the next day, if I'm, this is all assuming this panel is the first day, which I would assume it is, because you can't hype something that's already out. Right. Yeah. So I think what I think they're gonna do is I think they're gonna have the like the big opening day panel is gonna be an Obi Wan. They're gonna show both episodes to the audience yeah. in attendance. Yeah. What else are you gonna do? Think it's a celebration play, but it's also maybe coincidentally the same day Stranger Things comes out. So I don't know if they did that to like compete with it, to be like, hey, pick one of these you gotta watch. Or That'd I don't be know. dumb. I mean, but you can just watch one after the other. But like what if you only have an hour? <laughs> what if you only have an hour of time on that first? I day? get so it. It's like, what do you pick? People are gonna. You're eventually gonna watch both of them. So it's uh, true. Yeah, yeah you wait till Saturday. I get what you're saying, like yeah. the corporate mindset, but I think yeah. that corporate mindset is stupid. Yeah, it's a hundred percent. Like, I'm gonna watch both. I don't give a shit. Like yeah, I, I like, yeah. I like both. Right. Most people will watch both. So Kyle, how accurate? Everyone first though. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Kyle, how how accurate is Stephen Grant in his uh, DID? Um, you know, I I feel like we have to see more of it. Um, I thought the first episode was brilliant. By the way, I think this is it's just um. Something that I've criticized Marvel of is not really doing stuff that's different. I mean, they kind of keep recycling the same old patterns. And yep. this is a show that feels really refreshing because it's just something different. Like, you, you kind of don't – you watch the first episode, and it's just, like, bonkers. You don't know what the fuck is going on. 
and I think Oscar Isaacs is a phenomenal actor, so I'm glad that they cast him. And um, what I learned after the episode was that he's going to be three distinctive personalities. And dissociative identity disorder, it's like they call uh, it involves dissociation. And uh, I feel like the technical way of describing it is it's a disruption of mood, consciousness, or identity. And so people shift into different personalities as a response to stress. And the crazy thing about it is that, like, sometimes different personalities like they act and talk different sometimes like for example they can talk in an accent or behave differently or move differently and sometimes um some might know a different skill that another one might know and they apparently can talk to each other so it's it's like an out there type of disorder and and in some circles they they doubt whether it's or they question whether it's actually a real thing um so I think that's going to be really interesting because you'll get to see this play out on, on, uh, in this TV show where he, you know, Oscar Isaacs gets to be like three different people. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. That's cool. I, so just, this is a question, Kyle, in, in that scene where spoiler alerts, by the way, sorry, sorry, Scott. No, that's fine. That's um, fine. in that scene where he's beating up those people and he's like blacking out and then coming to, is that realistic for this disorder? I, I think, I think that's what was happening. And I didn't actually piece it together, like, as it was going on. But I think as the uh, episodes, you know, go on, um, it'll probably explain more about that. But, yeah, essentially that's what happens. Like, it's a blackout. Wow. That's I love such the a way cool they idea. shot that, too. It's like you see him one second freaking out and trying to figure out what's going on. And then, like, he blacks out. And then we pan out. And we see what he just did. But he doesn't even know what he just did. I love it. And you see, like, six bloodied bodies on the ground. You're like, what just happened? Yeah, I love it because... Like you're him, you're seeing in what way, he's yeah. seeing. Right. He's the point of view. You, you character. don't get to see everything. You yeah. get to see what he sees. I think it's an interesting way to do it. Versus like him just acting out and then like not realizing that he's like was going. Yeah, to the villain is really interesting too. So far, it's like creepy yeah. cult leader. Yeah, yeah. I, like, I, like I like him. him. Ethan yeah. Hawke's the man. I heard uh, Ethan Hawke had a hand in in writing this character because in traditional comics, yep. Moon Knight doesn't have a nemesis. Yeah, because I, I, I heard that, that Ethan Hawke's character isn't even like that big of a deal. He's like a throwaway <laughs> character in a couple issues. Is what I heard. I'm, the more I read on it now, he kind of plays around in Hell's Kitchen in the comics, and it's it's kind of like a oh cool with Daredevil more or less. It's yeah. I like it because it's very. I'm familiar with the comics. I haven't seen the show yet, pull that, but it's, pull that closer. It's very um, uh, Fight Club meets uh, Batman in a way. Yeah, mm. it, it yeah. you know if it's Marvel's version of Batman with a spin. And it's I, I I've always liked Moon Knight, although I haven't seen the show yet. But I've read many of the comics. It's a, it's a, it's a cool character. Very cool. Is it good casting with Oscar Isaac? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it really is. I think it's a brilliant character design too. Yeah, because it just it looks is, so cool. Such a different icon to it, and just the way it moves is different, and the way the suit is developed around the character is different. Yeah, it doesn't like it's not like he goes into a room and puts his costume on or nanotechnology forms around him like the other five superheroes. Yeah. Is know. is the Moon Knight another? Like personality that he has, or is it something that like takes him over? Well, if I remember from the comics, it's two. He's two different people, and basically, when one so-called dies, the other personality takes over. Okay. Uh, and then he comes back, and I can't remember the names. Ron Spector or something like that is one of them. Okay. Yeah. And then I don't remember the Steven other one. Steven something. Is it Stephen Grant? Yeah, Stephen Grant. Maybe. That's the it one they're using be. for the show. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, it's it's a multiple personality disorder. Yeah. I like yeah. it when Steven takes over and they're like, "Oh, it's the idiot. The idiot's back." Yeah. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> they're like, "Bring back the other guy." Like, who is who is <laughs> Let talking? Let me take control. Off. 
Yeah. Um, Speaking of, oh, go ahead. I, I'm just curious how this is going to tie into the MCU. That's what's yeah, interesting they about said this. Hardly like, at all is what they've said. So what's the point of this? To not be the <laughs> MCU and be different and be better. So but, I'm but, but isn't the whole point of this whole MCU thing is to tie everything in? Like it, I, it has been so far. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I mean, that's the whole point. I think this is a way to establish outside of New York because I know they said they wanted yeah. to get their characters away from New York. That's a good idea. Yeah. I, I would love to see them do West Coast Avengers. I think that would be really cool. I remember It basically that. was Iron Man 3. They can have Them They, my favorite superhero. <laughs> <laughs> them They They instead of Man. Them They yeah. Man. Yeah. can't say Man. <laughs> um, Go to okay. jail. Uh, the pronouns. <laughs> Pronoun King. Since yes, we were King. on the MCU, um, we're getting a the official date for Cosmic Rewind on Monday. Yes, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. That was a very interesting marketing Way of thing. announcing I that. kept waiting for something else to happen. Me too. It was like 10 seconds I watched long. 30 seconds of the word Monday is all I saw. <laughs> I hope Monday, we get, Monday. It, I hope okay. we get an AP preview for that. I think oh, we will. Yeah. 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 I hope and so. If we, if, as soon as we do, I'm canceling my Memorial Day Epcot bookings. Oh, yeah. yeah me too. Yeah. Um, I have all five of mine booked. I have to it's can- really, really awful. Yeah, I had mine canceled anyway because of celebration. So. Oh yeah, duh. Yeah. <sighs> um, all right. So real quick, I just want to give a shout out. If this is fourth mother box, Zack Snyder's Justice League actually won an Oscar for best audience cheering like scene for for the Flash scene. That's an when Oscar. He, when he yeah What's apparently the official it is. title again. Best audience cheering. I I, that I don't know. Sounds Best like an MTV movie award. I literally. Yeah, it does. It does. Night Live skit. It does. It does. And 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 Evan's gonna hate this, but it beat out Spider Man No Way Home. So yeah, sorry, it Evan. I'm no, sorry. I haven't seen the Snyder Batman or whatever, but it's definitely better than Spider Man. Times have I said it on this show? Zack Snyder's Justice League. Get it right. Take that a lap. Amazing. One. I just watched it not that long ago. Thank you. And it. Made he said, me thank you, like he made it. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. No, I it said, was, thank you because I got that well shit done, on well fucking HBO Max. Be, just because of uh, Kyle and Tom always talking about it, I and I just brushed it off as a, it's it's the same movie, maybe just a couple deleted scenes they put in. It's like five hours. It's, long. it's yeah, and it's a completely different movie. It made me a huge fan, a huge fan. Thank you. I need to watch it. We started watching it when you came mm-hmm. to visit that one time. Yeah, and then really the, the, the first hour just flew by, and then we realized it was like 11.30. And I, I think it was later than that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, like I had a flight at 4. Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, I'm going to watch it when Holly goes to uh, on her cruise. That's right. At the end of April. Mm-hmm. Right, before the week before Halcyon, dude. We're getting we're a month out, I dude. know. We are. My data yeah. pad should stop working any moment. That's right. Okay, <laughs> it, it did, but then again, a couple days later, I went back to Galaxy's Edge, and it worked. So I think they got huh. that resolved. Okay, good. I think when that happened to my phone... It was they hadn't decided if they were going to give you a Disney phone when you got on the Star Cruiser. So they made that choice after that happened with my phone. Interesting. So, yeah, don't worry about that. You're going to use the Disney phone when you get on the ship, and then your own phone is just a phone. So one of the last bit of news is it looks like The Mandalorian Season 3 has reportedly done filming. That's exciting. Yeah. Yes, it is. I think I think that's going to be... Next week, we'll, we'll get into more celebration speculation, which yeah. is what we're going to call the episode. Okay. Um... But I th- again, I think this is going to be a panel. I think they're going to bring up some stuff. I think they'll have a, yep. some sort of teaser, uh, like a real quick something. Because if, if filming's wrapped, I mean, they're probably yes, they're probably something. doing day edits, like editing on the day. Yeah, which is something I didn't know they did. But Ryan Johnson edited the film as he was making it, which is wow. so intense. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think that'll happen. I think there'll be a. I think yeah. I think the three big panels are going to be Obi Wan, Jedi Fallen Order two, and uh, Mandalorian. Good as it should be. 
So yeah, we've we've all speculated or like here. Disney Plus or something. Yeah. like a Disney Plus panel. I, I think probably, probably be, it won't be as specific as Mando. I think it'd be like a Disney Plus. Panel. We we've all speculated what we want out of Mandalorian season three. But Scott, are you as into the Mandalorian as we are? Oh, I love the yeah. Mandalorian. Okay. I I love the Mando. I. I I predicted that I would love Boba Fett more, and I that's not true for me. I uh, like The Mandalorian so yeah. much more than Boba Fett. It's better Fett. than Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And, yeah. and Book of Boba yeah. Fett gave us some high highs. Yeah. I think those those episodes with Luke was just like, like that's what Perfect. I think of when I think of the show. I don't rem- I, I don't see myself going back to Book of Boba Fett unless I'm watching the Luke stuff. Just it's just episodes, yeah, episode five and six. It was yeah. just boring. Yeah, it just nothing really happened. I mean, yeah, God, I mean, it was it was cool watching it week to week because you're like, what's going to happen? What's right. going to happen? Yeah. I think they need they need to quit overhyping these shows. Like mm. the director coming out and being like, "I know you want to promote it, but just promote it. People are going to watch it. Star Wars. Like this is good. This is the gr- quintessential everything of Star Wars." And they said that with Bad Batch. Dave Filoni said it was like a master class in Star it's Wars. And like, dude, quit. You're getting people's expectations way too high. It's okay to have just okay stuff sometimes, especially when you're churning out as much content as Disney's doing. Would I ideally like everything to be great? Yeah, but that's not the world we live in. That's not reality. Like nothing is not any nothing is going to be great from any one thing. Like there's going to yeah. be crappy Harry Potter stuff. There's going to be ha- crappy DC stuff. It's just going to happen. People's creative takes are going to be different from what. And we I want. get like I know a lot of I guess the basis of this podcast is about change. You know more or less. We talked about changing with the, the Star Wars movies and yeah. Um, it just this and, and I embrace change when it's good. But this was not a good change for Boba Fett. This is not the Boba Fett. We all kind of grew up on that. We all expected he was He's older now again. I, mean, I, 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 guess, I don't mind. The he change. was reborn, just literally boring reborn change. out of a yeah. yeah but you out know, of the it, asshole of a. It's almost thought you'd come out. He'd come out different, but not boring. <laughs> I don't know. It just it didn't do it for I me. I don't think he was boring. He was very new age crime boss, measured, like to a bantha. <laughs> exactly, and the yes, the Power the Rangers, whatever oh, that was yeah. ridiculous. The mods on the biker gang. Yeah. Yeah. I hate. It. <laughs> I I I still think Padme giving up the will to live is the worst <laughs> thing in Star Wars. But nah. that scene with the them putting the mechanical parts pew, pew, in, pew, pew, yeah, and that pew, music pew, pew, was pew, pew, pew. so brutal. I told I think Tom and Kyle this, but God. it felt like remember Back to the Future too, and and um, Griff and his is never seen yeah. Back to the Future. Oh my gosh! What? It, oh wait, you you saw the first one like two I'm, years ago for the first my time. My friend Chris is I've been waiting to watch it with him, and there's just, just I haven't. Back to the Future too is one of the best sequels ever. Yeah. Like it, yeah. It, it lives up to the first one. Never but didn't those Power Rangers, they felt like um, Griff and a, a knockoff of that even, though. Like, a cheaper yeah. version of that. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> and bad. And Griff, Griff and that group is the worst part of Back to the Future, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's like taking the worst part of a movie and then, like, having a cheap knockoff of yeah. that. Weird. He knocks his head. He's like, oh, my bio circuits are off. Yeah. <laughs> it just, that's what it felt like. It, oh. I don't hey, McFly, those boards don't work <laughs> on water. <laughs> yeah. Unless you've got power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, annoying. <laughs> so, did I miss anything else news-wise? That's that's, that's so. kind of about it. Um, we've been going for two, maybe a little over two hours. So it's no, dude. It's been an hour and f- fifteen minutes. Well, oh, don't so forget, we're, we we're a third of the way done. We got stopped. That, that all caught. That all caught. No, I know, but oh, but yeah, we yeah, had to time. stop. It was and, like twenty and, minutes. And yeah, yeah. So we're it. about halfway done. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. uh, we'll we'll <laughs> go around the room, see get get some last thoughts. Uh, we'll start, ladies first. Kyle, please give us. <laughs> Give us some final thoughts for this giant ass podcast that we got together. I got some final thoughts. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Hey, fuck you. Congrats on one year, guys. Uh, I yeah. I love the show. Listen to every episode. There was an episode last week, and I was really bummed because it's my Sunday listening. Yeah, sorry. About or Saturday, that. whatever day it was. I had family, and remember, I slapped yeah, you. I remember that. <laughs> oh, and that's what's true. Mm-hmm. That's what my face hurts. Yep. <laughs> um, 
No, congratulations, congratulations Thanks. guys. Yeah, it's fun. Good show. Thank you, Zack Snyder's Justice I, League, for that. I think the only way the Oscars can move forward is if they pick a new celebrity every year to slap. <laughs> I would love. I would. I would tune in. Can it be a fan that. vote? <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That's their new fan vote. Absolutely. Right. It'd be like the Jimmy Fallon slapjack skit they do with a giant hand. Amy Schumer would be slapped five vote. years in a row. Oh please. Exactly. <laughs> At least. She'd be like, yeah. Who would you? If you could slap any celebrity, who would it be? Oh jeez. <laughs> That's a long <laughs> list, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go Mark Ruffalo because he's such a cuck. He, yeah. He, oh man. I think sucks. I'm there with you. That's he's a good such call. a bitch. Yeah, he is. Him he or really Judd is. Apatow, either one of those two. I I take Mark he Ruffalo. Ruffalo. He's such a yeah. bitch, dude. He did a the Hulk. I don't know anything like about these humans. I know them as char- the characters they play. <laughs> That's so. the way to be. That's why oh. I don't follow my favorite musicians and stuff. So I yeah sure. I, I guess. just can't. Mark Ruffalo. I know who I don't slap. Brie Larson, right oh, in your fucking come pancakey on. face. Oh. She's such a piece. I love, no, I love Brie Larson. No, she's not. I want to slap Jimmy Kimmel. He's he's a big hypocrite. He's Hollywood a bitch, too. Hypocrite. Yeah, oh, he's yeah. a big old bitch. Oh, yeah. You're going to do the man show and then come out against wokeness? Like, shut yeah, the fuck up. Yeah. I mean, people change, obviously, but, like, I, it's just so weird with this culture now. Like, I don't get how everyone, like, used to be, like, when you would get older, you, you would be, like, a young Democrat, and then you would grow and progress into being more conservative. And now it just seems like everyone is just getting more and more intense to one side, and it's just like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. It's that thing I talked about earlier. I'm going to watch the documentary. We're, yeah, Out of Shadows. Check it out. It's fucking accurate. <sighs> it's just scary weird. Accurate. It's a weird world we live in, Scott. Kyle, like, any last thoughts before we get off on uh, Prison Planet Theory here? <laughs> no, I would just like to say that... Um, this whole year doing the podcast has been amazing. And I, I love how we connected with Jedi Talk and, and how you moved out there. And this has been a real – it's something I look forward to every week, and I, I'm glad we do it. It's absolutely great. That's right. I'll send you the uh, the uh, upload to your OnlyFans later so you can continue mm-hmm. to jack off to that. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no, Fourth Mother Box has been a really fun. I've got to rant about a lot of things. Some episodes hit better than others. Like our Metallica 40th show, it's just still our top listen to. Really? Yeah, the the one where we did it in the in the hotel, the guy showed up with the with the towels when I said something about blowing out of my asshole, yeah. and then I, I ripped on San Francisco <laughs> the whole time. And As we you we, we talk spoilers for No Way Home because we just saw it, so maybe maybe we popped because of uh, uh, No Way Home too. But Metallica's 40th was that also was a, a big deal. That was that a weekend. big deal. I yeah, mean, I, 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 that was like covered in like news articles. Uh-huh. So I would see it all the time. Like, Metallica's 40 shows is so, so strange. Well, thank and you, Kyle, one. for joining today. We're going to go around the rest of the room. Uh, Scott, any last thoughts for you, sir? I'd just like to say, I mean, it's so odd. I've been friends with Kyle for many, many years I'm now. I'm sorry. No, no and, and I rough. love Kyle. And just the fact, it's funny how things just work out like this. Like, friends with Kyle, now I'm sitting here in Orlando where you guys record. So it's an honor to be with all of you guys. <laughs> and you. I it's just honored I, to have you. I love both of your shows, and um, like I said, I'm just honored to be here. So thank you for having me. I mean, we're we're just dudes, so don't don't be honored. We're just guys. It's, it's an honor to meet we're another three guy. dudes in a garage surrounded yeah. by lightsabers and toys. Yeah, like yeah. we're not anything special. Well, it's always good I to I can't meet. Speak for you guys, it's, I'm nothing. Special. I'm pretty special, bro. I don't oh, okay. okay. <laughs> meet the, it's nice to meet geeks who get it. Yeah. There you go, <laughs> fellow geeks. Absolutely. Yeah, fellow yeah. geeks. Absolutely. Evan? Right. Evan, last thoughts, sir. I don't know. I don't have anything to say that really pertains to the awesomeness that's been tonight. It's it was a good change of pace. I mean, say everything else that's we talked some Star Wars, but other stuff and good to get you know your one year celebration. I remember Brad and I did like the one year of me being on the show with oh, Brad sweet. Yep, for yeah. Galaxy's Edge a while ago, and that feels like it was just yesterday. So no. the fact that that was like two and a half years ago, before you know it, you know, the you know fourth mother box is going to be three four years in. We it's better nuts, be. Man. So yeah, before and you Kyle's know it. ass will be in Florida. 
Yeah, hopefully. Fuck. Yeah, and I have to be honest and admit, I'd never known of your show until now, but now I know it. I'm going to look it up as soon as I get home, oh, add it to you. the list, because I've been cutting back a lot and done more quantity or quality over quantity with what I'm listening to. Mm. So that'll be added to the list of like four or five things I'm listening to. It used to be like 30 things. So now oh. I'm cut it down to like four or five. Well, hopefully I make the cut. Thank no, you. No, you will. You will. <laughs> Trust Thank me. You. <laughs> Brad, last thoughts today before um, we wrap this shit up. I love you guys. It's good to have you in Orlando. Kyle, we got we to work on Kyle now. Yeah. We just got to get him here. Mm-hmm. Um, could you imagine like, like every week doing a show like this just with all four, like well, I say four, but five. I'll be like here eventually, too. Good. I plan on moving here. Dude, it'd be awesome. It's it would be. I two, agree. Two of the best podcasts on the planet. Definitely the That's best right. Star Wars one. I don't know about DC because I don't listen to any of the other DC yeah. stuff. But there isn't like a good Snyder one. Good. There isn't. That's what but I'm yeah, there is. Fourth Mother Box. Huh? Like, there yeah. it is. There you yeah, go. It's us, yeah. There you go. Yeah, that's it, man. Congratulations. Right. Good Thank show. Thank you. I love it. Well, thank I would listen to you if we weren't friends. That's how good the show is. I appreciate that. Um, same with Jedi Talk. Obviously, I didn't know you guys. I just bothered you on Twitter after the fact, before we all got canceled. Good stuff. Um, no, I didn't get canceled <laughs> from Twitter. I just quit Twitter. Just Twitter. Yeah. Don't go back. You, you never know. Twitter. No, I'm you not going know. back. Don't <laughs> go back. <laughs> fuck, fuck Twitter in the ass. It's um, so thank you for joining Scott Ford Show, Jedi Talk, Fourth Mother Box. You've been great. We've been a bunch of those shows. I don't know how I can mash them up all together. <laughs> um Last thoughts for me, you didn't hear, you didn't, you didn't get much. I said everything I wanted to say earlier. I say um, I normally leave the last thoughts to Kyle, but we gave them to the to him, Scott. I don't know if you end your show any particular way, but we got a way. A Jedi talk, I think, would be a good way to wrap it up. So, Brad, thank you guys for listening to Jedi Talk Fourth Mother Box and Scott Ford Show. We will see you guys next week. Until then, stay safe. May the Force be with you, always, and good journey. Rise, Jedi Knight. Was that a Halcyon thing? Yeah. (laughs) Thought so, you fucking dick. (laughs) 